Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Wait, what are we doing? You're doing the intro. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're watching 12, Pug. No, you're not watching. This is, it's a podcast. Shit. Dude, you're pissing okay, me off. Okay, let's run it again. Let's run it again. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of 12 Pissed Off Guys, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Toon, alongside me. G. And we have a special guest, first time this season, season six. He's reaching for <laughs> reaching for the mic, he's reaching for the zen, and he's reaching for the top. All right? Number one in entertainment, number one when we bring him on the podcast, Aaron Carne Estrada. It's good to be back. But I never left. <laughs> he was on a episode number three. Draft yeah, Jack. Week nine. zero. Yeah. yeah, but you're always a good uh, a good guest to, to have on. The I show. enjoy this podcast Talking a lot. Solo dolo. Like solo, Aaron. Yeah, top notch for sure. I appreciate that. Guys. Just you sucking them off right now. My yeah. third third season here, and I feel like I've aged ten years. It's <laughs> <laughs> the third season. Yeah, that's right. But uh, Mikey. Oh, where are we at? We're in a new studio, and why why are we sucking him off? What what relates to that? He's on the casting couch right now. He's on the new, brand new twelve paw casting couch. You can get it on Wayfair for twelve ninety nine. That's right, one payment, twelve ninety nine. I wish that was the case. That'd be sick. But uh, no, we're at my my apartment. Yep, that's right. First podcast. First podcast in the apartment. Twelve uh twelve Park Funhouse uh two point two. Hashtag Section Eight. <laughs> that's right section eight i know who said it <laughs> <laughs> fuck you lucas <laughs> but we got hey well, what do you what do you think when you first came here what would you think of the the places well, these are way better than the section eights i grew up in <laughs> there was no government cheese in there there was the lighting everything's just nice you know and there's no dogs barking constantly it's just a whole different atmosphere here yeah. Thank God there's not one barking right now. He might be dead. Yeah. yeah. There used to be grown ass man at the kids' playground at the ones next to my house. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Go home. <But> yeah. <laughs> Why do you? <laughs> I gotta just ignore it. It's for the it's for the listeners though. Okay. But anyways, episode five. We just had week one of NFL, and now we're gonna hit week two here soon. Coming up, we're doing this on a Wednesday. We're taping it early, all right? We're going to talk about Thursday night football, Sunday night, and Monday night. And we're going to go over everything that happened in week one. Yeah, whether it's 12-pog and NFL and a little bit of drama in between, all right? So let's talk about Monday night. Let's talk about yeah, the elephant in the room, okay? Aaron Rodgers played a total of how many snaps, Mikey? Four. Four snaps. Somebody said it was 75 seconds. I don't know. Can't, it was it was a few a few seconds of New York Jets football. All right. Yeah. And um, our brother right here next to us <laughs> had the unfortunate coincidence of having him start on his fantasy team. All right, Aaron, tell me your thoughts uh, from beginning to end on Aaron Rodgers. Day was feeling good. You know, woke up feeling great. I already had the W in the bag. Um, was wanting to see. 
what Aaron Rodgers was going to add to that and just the hype that everybody in the NFL, everybody in the pod, hard knocks, hard knocks you watch it all preseason. You want to see what this guy is going to do in a new team, new organization and a fresh start. And you see him running out with the American flag and you're like, God damn it. That's my quarterback. <laughs> and then you see him fall down to the ground in pain and you're like, that's my quarterback. <laughs> the range of emotions you cannot write a script on. And actually, he had more rushing yards running that flag out than he did passing and rushing. Fun fact. He went 0 for 1. He went 0 for 1. And the official news is he has ruptured his Achilles tendon and he will be out the remainder of the season. Yeah. But to be fair, like that offensive line, the first four plays, he had, they had him running for his life already. What if it wasn't now? It was going to happen, happen it later. It was going to happen later. Or it was going to be well. Okay, Achilles is probably the, the worst but, injury, right? But it, it could have been like a broken leg. It was just yeah. not going to be good, right? No, we could even had like another Tua situation. It sucked. And the first thing I thought of Aaron was you. And <laughs> I mean, you you you're you're holding the clinic right now, but you're still. I mean, it's still early. You won. You won with the clinic. You know what I'm saying? Aaron, uh, St. Aaron Hospital. St. Carne. St. Carne's Hospital, yeah? Yeah. We're not looking for any handouts in this fucking hospital. We're looking for the next man up. And that's that's what I said in the text message. The very day before uh, the first opening kickoff started, our commissioner sent out a very backhanded compliment, if you want to call it that. Mike ER, rated R superstar. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> but I was feeling confident. I knew I was going to be missing Kelsey. I knew I was going to be missing Cup. But I felt really confident in, um, in the lineup. And I knew that we were out to prove a point. We got a chip on our shoulder. But we got a bunch of casts on the arm right now and the leg. So hopefully we can keep this up. And, you know, I'm losing Aaron's big. It was a big part of the team. But now um, – it's Jordan Love time. He needs to show out. We'll get more into Jordan Love in a minute. We'll just say he did yeah. fantastic in the season debut. Um, so let's go over Monday night real quick. Uh, the Jets beat the Bills on Monday night football right when Aaron Rodgers ruptures Achilles. They go straight. They, put, they took the camera straight to the fans, right? Upset, pissed off, gloomy. A lot of them flicking them off, the players, because they're New Yorkers. They're, they're, that's a tough cast, is it not, Mikey? That's a tough fan base. For sure, yeah. Whether any sport, yes. New York. It's New York, right? They say if you can survive there, you can survive anywhere. That's a damn lie. I'll say <laughs> that. Um, no, but, I mean, these players, they play like some true New Yorkers. They play with some grit, Mikey. They play with grit. They took it all the way to overtime, and what was his name? Xavier Gibson. Xavier Gibson took a punt return to the house. So happy for that OT. dude. So happy for that dude. It's like a story straight off of Broadway. Dude, for real. You lose one of the main characters early on. You're sad. And then it turns into a Cinderella story where the guy who didn't know if he was going to make the team, oh, yeah. we were all rooting for him. Saw hard knock. Validates not only his coach, but himself. And, man, one of the best punt returns. Up there with Odell's. In the metal field, Meadowland Stadium. Bro, that was or was it? Is it Odell or Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun Jackson. That yeah, that kind of similar. Um, but damn, yeah. When he took that back to the house, like I think you're already gone because we watched Monday Night Football together. Yes, you left, left when it was overtime. 
I was just standing there and I was like, dude, I'm so happy for this dude because on Hard Knocks he was gonna get cut or he was he wasn't gonna get cut, but they made it seem like he was gonna get cut. Yeah, he they put him on a spotlight. In yeah, the, they in had the him show. On, the, on the casting couch. They had him on the the New York <laughs> casting couch. That's uh, right. And they that decision. Sala was gonna do some things to him. That decision, <laughs> that decision, that decision made them win. I mean, got them the dub basically. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it brought them. It's gonna bring them momentum. Oh, for sure. Who was the first person to meet him in the end zone? His coach. Yeah, that was cool. Just that seeing was cool. his coach straight up throw the headset off. The guy trying to hold him on the sidelines getting dragged. He can actually he's do awesome. that because <laughs> yeah. he's he's still fucking big as shit. He's, yeah, he's on he that. He's on good TRT <laughs> over there. But Jets came out with the win, twenty-two to sixteen. Zach Wilson came in the first quarter, took over for Rodgers. And he went 14 for 21, 140 yards, one TD, one interception. It was a tough game because, like we said, yeah. that that offensive line was not good. And we were talking about before with Brandon yeah, yeah. that we it was going to be a good matchup because bad, bad offensive line, we thought bad defensive line, but that defensive line looked a oh, whole lot the, better. For the Bills? Yeah, uh, for the looked, Bills. It's maybe because of that line. It The line made him look yeah, good, right? So. But Josh Allen with 236 yards, one TD, and three interceptions. And he is now 0-5 in overtimes. Yeah, 0-5. He's not. Let's talk about him right now. Well, you know what? We'll get into it when we – well, we're already getting into it. Josh Allen, uh, do you think his he's hit his peak? No. No? No. Do you think he'll ever – I think you can have off games because Tom Brady's always pretty bad in the, uh, in the openers. Openers, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't overreact. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. But we get paid to overreact. <laughs> oh yeah, I wish. yeah, we get paid big. Yeah, um, he just he uh he forced those balls. Yeah, no, he definitely did. He was trying to make something happen. That dude had three interceptions. He, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. And. Picked off three times by the same player. Same yeah, Whitehead. Isaiah, I think Whitehead. it was Isaiah Whitehead. Oh, yeah. yeah, two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, in one game. You know, talk about a season opener for that guy. <laughs> um, at the same time, though, it's nothing to take away from the Jets' defense. I thought oh. the Jets' defense stepped up like I anticipated. Like a lot of people thought. For they sure, were. they have a. I would say one of the best D lines, if not the best D line in the league. Yes, and week one, yeah, I think they had the best D line for sure. Definitely. Speaking of defensive linemen, Chris Jones signs back with the Chiefs for one year, $25 million, incentives included. But, Aaron, let me ask you, and then I'll get to the Chiefs fan in the in the building. What do you think is going to happen after this year? Do they pay Chris Jones, or does he go somewhere else? Well, even though the Chiefs' defense held their own for the most part in game one, it did still show – that how Chris Jones was important to that team. And he's, like I said in the first podcast, he's a game breaker. He wrecks people's game yeah. plans. He holds down the middle. Yes. He, did, he is a great pass rusher, but he's a run stopper. And to be able to have somebody that diverse in the front line leading the helm, I think he's going he's gonna to show them just how important he is to this team. And if they're smart, I think they'll keep him for a long time. He's a good foundation. <laughs> Definitely, he definitely is a game wrecker. Uh, Mikey, can you give me your biased opinion? No, yeah, we needed him. <laughs> if we had him against the Lions, we would have won that game for sure because mm-hmm. the defense did do their job. Uh, Tony fucked it up for us. We already went over that. But having Chris Jones wreck the game like he can, we would have won. So one year, $25 million. Hope we resign him for like three, four years so he can finish his career in Kansas City. But if they don't, I guess we got to find another D, D tackle. How old is he right now? I think he's 28. 
29. Yeah. I think he's 29 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and he doesn't even have like a big injury history no, too. Uh-uh. So, yeah. Hopefully we can resign him. But uh, Travis Kelsey wants to get paid too. And he deserves it. It's the best tight he end. De- he deserves to be so the highest paid. Money wise, logistically, yeah. we'll see how it can work out. I don't know. Same what my dad said. There's a lot of you motherfuckers in this house. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find out who the favorite is by who's got the biggest plate. <laughs> but, was that you? No. Who is it, Ike? Who's the favorite? Wait, Ike. <laughs> you're, you're number one, right? As an age, you're the oldest brother. Okay, which number brother? Because there's a total of five. Which number brother was the favorite? Can I guess? Can yeah. Can we guess? Three. Can I say the middle middle child? No. Oh, what what's your guess? His little brother. The the youngest one, five. Yeah, my dad waited to the fifth kid to name I him mean, junior. So, oh damn! He's the golden child. He had a mustache at twelve, and he's he's gonna lead this family to the promised land. <laughs> he's gonna lead Gregory <laughs> Portland to a state championship. Nice. Just watch two years from now. He's in the state championship. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, dragging along on the on the Chiefs thing, right? Because T.J. Hawkinson is now the highest paid tight end, right, yeah, in yeah, the league. Yeah. yeah, seventeen million. With that being said, they gotta go. They got to go higher than that with Travis Kelsey, yes. Would they be but, able to do it? But he's aging, too. He's 33 years old. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how he does this year. And now we're starting to see a little bit of injuries. This yeah. uh, this injury yeah, was yeah, in yeah. practice. So if, he's, if he starts declining this year, mm-hmm. I think we kind of say, hey, we give you two more years. Two years, $40 million, mm-hmm. Just to get $20 million per, mm-hmm. and that's it, man. And at the same time, Kelsey really can't be mad about it either because he's already been there, done that. Yeah. He's been to the promised land twice, been to the big show three times. He's been to an AFC championship the last four years. Yeah. I mean, he really can't be mad about anything. And I honestly don't think when it comes down to contract negotiations, they'll find a good middle ground because I don't think he'll give him two. Nah, nah, uh-uh. He's a a Kansas City chief for life. I don't see him going anywhere else. Probably the Patriots. Come on now. With yeah. who? Mac Jones? Yeah. I mean, we're going to use him smart. And then, uh, or what's my other favorite team? Uh, probably the Chargers, too. Or the Texans. With CJ Stroud? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, uh, if y'all don't know, is a uh, Texans fan. Huge. Through and through. He bleeds red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But speaking of uh, injuries with Kelsey, there's more injuries within the league. We mentioned Aaron Rodgers. Oh man, we were just getting injuries all day today. We weren't able to keep up with most of them. Like, there's always uh, status changes, right? Like, I got earlier, Romeo Dobbs went from healthy to questionable. Oh, it's yeah. just, See, it's I, just little strategy like, things. I like, think the team does like that. Like Devonta Adams' foot didn't practice today. Aaron Jones didn't practice today. Like, uh, I really don't. That's nothing to, nah, to scoff at. Yeah, nice. There we go. <laughs> don't scoff at shit. Yeah, uh, we don't scoff around here. The biggest, the biggest one, or well, besides Aaron Rodgers. Cooper Cup's on IR. Yeah, Cooper Cup for the Los Angeles Rams is Four on games, IR. But they got Nakua, so. Yeah, yeah, so they found talent within themselves. We'll and talk Nakua, about that later. How do you say his name? Nakua. How do you say his Puka name? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. I think. Right? Is it Puka? Have you seen his name? I just saw the G. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Puka Nakua. Okay, but they got Puka Nakua. Uh, oh, man, I should be knowing these receivers' names. They have one more on there. Tutu Atwell. Juju Atwell, so that's right. they stepped in. We'll talk about that game. Coming uh, up. But, yeah. But, yeah, so they got Cooper Cup on the IR. Um, Deontay Johnson out for four weeks is what I just saw. With the today. hamstring. Yeah. 
And, and always, always a hamstring with that dude. J.K. Dobbins out for the season. Achilles with an Achilles again. Again, he tore his ACL what two seasons ago? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Achilles, ACL. I mean, there's this guy has some bad luck. ACL Terry. Yeah. Um, who else? I think Kenneth Gainwell is not playing tomorrow night. So uh, that's right for I the mean, Eagles. Yeah, he's he's out. Um. I think that was it, like major what? Major, major ones, yes. Oh, Dolchich. Dolchich for Aaron. He's also. out He's out for a couple a couple games. Any player you can think of that's hurt, think of my team. <laughs> and think of the next man up. <laughs> and they'll get hurt. <laughs> oh, uh, we did see a scary hit on uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers, he's fine. Yeah, he's doing fine. He's probably going to be out for a week with, or a week or two with the concussion. The party played safe. Maybe a week. Yeah. Um, also on here, you have Mike Evans will not sign back with the Bucks because they couldn't get onto any sort of agreement. I think he just doesn't want to play there next year. I think he wants to change the pace. I mean, I don't know what exactly he could want. He's not too old. He does have a, a slight uh, minor injury history, hamstrings, ankles. Um, he's already gotten this championship. He's already kind of gotten his records nine straight or eight straight seasons with a thousand yards receiving. Right. Maybe may yeah. not get it this year with Baker. They look pretty promising week one. We'll go over that later. Um, I don't know what, uh, what could be in store for him. Um, and this, in, in this <laughs> next chapter, I don't know. I feel like, uh, he's a hall of fame. Wide no, receiver, he's definitely so. a hall of fame already, but I'd, I'd be curious to see, what he wants next you know i don't know does he want to ring chase does he just want to be somewhere close to home i don't know we have to get we have to get him on the pod ask these questions i can ask but i I ultimately think he just wants to change scenery Mm -hmm. and maybe go play on a team he's always wanted to play on because he has nothing else to prove honestly yeah he got himself a ring already like you said eight straight seasons uh with a thousand yards receiving yes he's a he's a dog anywhere he goes he's gonna help like, like Mikey said, he's already got a ring, but I feel like he's he came off that high playing with the greatest football player of all time, Tom Brady, and now you go to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, that's a drop-off. He, he wants to know that there's a consistent quarterback that's going to find him, make smart plays, but is also not afraid to risk anything because I feel like even though Baker still has something to prove, he's got a lot to prove, actually. He's still playing with a chip on his shoulder, yeah. and, and you can't take that away from the guy, but – He's not somebody that I feel Mike feels is going to consistently find him. Yeah, that's that's a good point for sure. Very good point. Um, also, other news, we have former Bears running back, former pro bowler, Tariq Cohen is back in the NFL. He's with the Panthers practice squad. I think he's going to get elevated, maybe. I definitely think so because their starting running back is Chuba Hubbard. Is it Chuba? Who is it? Oh, Miles Sanders. It's Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Mm. But um, – We'll committee again. I think right? Tariq will add uh, another, like that pass catching ability. I yeah. mean, Miles Sanders is okay in that, and Chuba's he's pretty good. But adding Tariq Cohen to that mix will add a you know. A What's it gonna do to, to the defense? It'll keep the defense honest. Hmm. Um, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be brutally honest with you, okay, don't be a liar. Uh, but it'll help Bryce Young too. Those yeah. little dink and dunks. And Tariq, Tariq Cohen. And he, he knows what to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's a vet. A, a vet. I mean, he was out for past two two years, but yeah. um, I think he's going to get elevated. He's not going to be on the practice, practice squad for much longer. Nice. Happy for that guy. You got to, right? You got to feel happy, happy for, for these guys. For sure. 
they're happy for us because they're listeners. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, let's go over some uh, some potential QB replacements for Zach Wilson. All right. <laughs> what I wrote no, down, no, no, dude. I, don't say it like that. My boy Zach, he's gonna fucking play. He's gonna start. They just need to fucking believe in him. They need to believe in him. I hate that everybody on the sports shows these past two days have just been like, okay, yeah, Zach Wilson's not going to be the guy. Where else why they're going to go out and look for another quarterback. And I hate that shit. Just believe in him. Like, you, like, the past two seasons, he had really no offensive line. The team was fucking not that good. Now he has a good opportunity. Let him have the opportunity. If he doesn't do anything with it, okay, then we know. So hopefully they keep him there. And I'm a I, Zach Wilson guy. I kind of fully, I fully agree with Mikey. He hasn't really had a lot of confidence instilled, even by his own organization, who was confident enough to draft him in the first round, the first overall yeah. pick. Second pick. But now pick. he's got Aaron Rodgers, who's still a mentor. He's been mentoring him all through this camp. And mm-hmm. you see a different level of confidence yeah. when he plays now. Uh-huh. When he went into the game, he didn't look like somebody that was skittish, afraid to be there. He took his chances. He ran where he needed to. Yeah. He showed more confidence in that one game than he did the whole season last year. For sure. And yeah, you know, it sucks. It's always going to be the talk of who's going to, who's going to be brought in for Aaron Rodgers when really it should be looked at who's going to be brought in in case Zach Wilson goes down step up yeah. to what we believe he can be. Yeah, and yeah. this is his, this is his test now. Yep. He's got at least solid three, I say three, four games of proving that he can be the guy that can lead this high powered <laughs> offense with a very stacked defense for sure as well. so with that defense can allow him to play freely because he knows mm. he has that defense and i think this is the cowboys coming up is the test right here can you bring up the next let me see the, the jet schedule real quick can you yeah. pull up the jet schedule so i think with him being the second overall pick he kind of did have his chance right but I think when they bring, hold on, when they bring no, in these no. other another quarterback, it's because, dude, they don't want him being backed up by Tim Boyle. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, and I mean they're not gonna bring. Okay, they're, they're not gonna bring Colin Kaepernick. That's hilarious. Um, somebody said last That'd be time, pretty Colin, cool though. huh? That'd be pretty cool though. No, last time Colin Kaepernick played, there we had Avengers Civil War. Somebody <laughs> mentioned that, and I didn't want to fact check it, but I'll believe it because that's funny as hell. And so, I mean, the, the options that they got is like Gardner, Colt McCoy, which I think is always safe, right? Nick Foles, I, the Carson Wentz is on there. I just, I wouldn't do it. And, you know, Philip Rivers, I, and I wouldn't do it. I doubt he comes out of retirement, right? But, I mean, I think he just needs a good backup behind him. Also, to if he's going to be on the pressure, then he needs to have this pressure of, hey, if you fuck up again, third year, second overall pick then just know you're actually going to get replaced again this time. Okay. I mean, he's, he's had two seasons. Yes. He's had, man, he's had, he hasn't had the tools around him. Right. CJ Stroud's not going to have the tools around him for a little while too. Right. I mean, but he, you got to do what you can with the tools you got. Right. Yeah. But I do believe he, I'm hoping he does what he can with this team. I hope he stays with the, I mean, stays starting. Oh, you made a face. The start the schedule's not good. Okay, but also, Cowboys, if he can at least produce a few touchdowns, a few big plays, then I think you can get some little hope out of it. Hot takes coming up. I got a hot one. So this is going to be – the next five weeks are going to be huge for him because he's going against – I'd say – It's tough. It's a a tough schedule for him. He's got the Cowboys next. He's got the the Patriots who are – you know, I don't – 
they're, they're pretty they're, good team. They're on a rebuilding team. They're good. They got great coaching. They're, they're competitive. But right now, they're not top-tier teams. He's got the Chiefs right after them, the Broncos, who are still trying to find themselves, and then he's got the Eagles. You got three of those five weeks are just going to be absolute tests of character and skill. So this is when he needs to nut up or shut up and say, hey, I'm either going to be this guy in this town. And it all comes down to the team rallying around him too and showing yeah. their confidence in him. For sure. So yeah, we're going to see who the real Zach Wilson is with a solid team. Yeah. With a solid, consistent team around him now. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuses. No, he does not have an excuse. No. He just has to keep the locker room, right? That's all he's got to do. He just got to show that he can. I think I think he's gotten it. I, I feel like through Hard Knocks, watching Hard Knocks, I feel mm-hmm. like, his, like you said, confidence. They've instilled confidence in him. And having Aaron Rodgers behind him, talking to him, and their OC every uh, single week in the in the QB room. Yeah, who's the offensive coordinator? His name's uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. So Nathaniel Hackett likes him. He always tells him to go out there and have fun, right? So, so uh, I think he's gonna have. I'm it. pulling for him. Yeah, we can all pull for him. It's casting couch. We, we'll pull something. Pull. Yeah. Yeah. Pull a hamstring like Deontay Johnson. I just I love every time a big name quarterback goes down. The conversation it brings up, they're like. They should go for Tom Brady right now. Bring him for $25 million one Brady year. I saw something where they were like, they need to trade for Jameis Winston right now. I'm like, uh, I'm like, trade for Jameis? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what, about that. Give I love Jameis, but. Yeah, no, I, I like Jameis too. You know, he's a great personality. I'm sure he has a locker room. He showed intangibles at moments, but he was never consistent. Um, but, you know, at, at times like this, this brings back what he had to deal with last year, just dealing with the outside talk it's new york it's new york it's it's, yeah, it's a hard big market team it's a team that is always in the center of focus whenever they're down or up he needs to control the narrative now coming from mormon town to the big apple that's uh yeah that's dramatic yeah i didn't think aaron was gonna handle uh because he I always assumed he hated media but he's he he handled pretty well in the beginning right with uh new york media and we don't yeah. know how he would have handled it throughout the season if I, they would have had trouble, right? Because yeah, the offensive yeah. line. Yeah. And who know who we all we can do is speculate now, right? It's a different atmosphere this year for him. He's always had to deal with is Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Packers? How is he dealing with the front office? When Jordan Love got traded, the animosity between him and Jordan Love and how he didn't like that pick. Yeah. And that was really the downfall of his career in Green Bay was after that draft pick is when all the negative media started going that way. This year, it was nothing but hype, mm-hmm. excitement, new beginnings, and instantly in a snap of a finger and the Achilles, it was taken away. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So as of week one, they had one, two, three. They had six primetime games on the schedule, right? And uh, those are going to probably get uh, – Regulated or what's the word for switching around? Bumped? No, it's not the word. It's a pretty good word. No. Delegate? No. Oh, yeah. What is it? <laughs> Let's just say the part gonna get reconfigured now, right? What is that term, De- dude? I don't know, but depending on how the season goes, maybe it won't get uh, deconfigured. <laughs> deconfigured, but yeah, they had one scheduled for week four, nine, 10, 12, and 17, right? And that was with the plan of Aaron Rodgers. We'll see what goes on through that. But all we can do now is just hope for the best for uh, Zach Wilson. It depends on their record going into those games. Exactly. That's, yeah. I mean, if they're like, I don't know, only two losses going into these games, don't keep them. 
primetime. Well, yeah. And sure. I mean, those defenses they're going against uh they're going against high caliber QBs such as the Chiefs, Chargers, Miami, and Cleveland. And Las Vegas is in there too, but we're not gonna count Jimmy Garoppolo as uh anything anything of a threat. Except uh to... <laughs> go ahead. G had to leave the room. Aaron's putting the headset on. You got it on backwards. Right. Um I'm going to keep the headset on backwards because we don't look back here. Um, <laughs> he is going to have a lot of tests this year, but I, if it gets to that point where he's not proving that he can go against the high caliber teams that are already put in front of him these next three weeks, uh, there then it comes in talk of quarterback com- competition, stuff like that. So we'll see. Like I said, it's all about the storyline and, and where these next few weeks take him. Um, he really doesn't have too long of a leash to go on right now, but he's got to deal with what's given to him. Yeah, but when I how we started this all was backups, right? My thing is, I think the most solid backups, not Tim Boyle. We've already talked about Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle's the we talked about how Tim Boyle's the kind of guy, Aaron, that uh, he gets with a chick that has some kids, right? And he'll get a, a mom car, and he'd be like, "Hey, you know, look what I got." So we all can have fun. But they've only been talking for like maybe a month. That's 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 Tim Boyle, and I don't want to watch that on my primetime nights. Tim Boyle was like the Alex Moran of this team. He didn't expect to be in this position. He thought he was just going to be coasting by, doing the bare minimum. You know, he this happened, and his face was probably like, "Oh shit, I'm second string now with no responsibility." <laughs> Is that is that every third stringer's is that third mindset? Is that every third stringer's mindset? Like, oh fuck! Now I gotta pay attention. Yeah, he he was like, I'm just on this team because my dad wanted me to play, (laughs) and now he's got to focus more on the playbook. He's got to be ready to step up should something happen to Zach Wilson. If I'm Tim Boyle, this is who I'm choosing. I this is who I'm choosing to come to the team to be backup QB. I'm either choosing Colt McCoy. Or I'm choosing Nick Foles. <laughs> and these are just to be backups, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that they're going to take over the franchise for Zach Wilson, right? But what I'm saying is that these guys have proven that they can win some games and that they can learn a playbook. They're veteran in. They know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Who, who would you bring in to back up Zach Wilson? So, honestly, if you're willing, if and this is my take on this, if you're not very solid backup, Will Grier. He came from a the same system. Greer, 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 Greer. Will, 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 yeah, Will Greer came from pretty much the same offensive scheme as the Cowboys. Shown that he's willing to go out there and risk it all for a win. Because if you're if you're playing second string already, you you already got that chip on your shoulder. But he's shown he can make some high level throws. He's got high level decision making, and you can get him for the bare minimum without giving up, giving you that time to plan for future. Uh, years yeah yeah that's right uh also other options big ben i think we can bring big ben out of that retirement and uh why not bring a new york legend as always we can probably bring in joe namath at this point bring in shane falco <laughs> <laughs> uh shane falco never ages he would start and i'm sorry to zach wilson should bring back fucking mike vick Paul Montley crew. I was write that down. I was like, why don't we just bring a Mike? I mean, Mike Vick played for the Jets too. Any quarterback that's on the mics, bring him back. Mike Fitzpatrick. Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
Yeah, but now he's he Mike. played for the Jets too. He did. Yeah, he played for, he played for uh, every every uh, every AFC team except the Patriots. And it's a system he already knows. He's already a smart guy. <laughs> it's a media, you know. I don't think no, actually. No, I, no, no he, he knows every offense. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. He knows every Dude offense. So you're for right. You're every right. team in the NFL. He's a journeyman. But he's, uh, a, he's the the journeyman. Yeah, the journeyman. <laughs> I seen him now. He's got a little bit of a of a dad belly on yeah, him. It's he awesome. He don't care. No, he's having a good fun. time. Yeah, I think he's still on TNF on Thursday Night Football mm-hmm. on Amazon. So he's not there to run. He's there to throw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mikey. What are we doing next? Week one. Uh, Let's get reviews. into week one. Yes, finally. All right. Okay. Jam packed week one. We spent it the whole day at Brandon's. Seven Co- hours. Seven hours oh, of commercial me. free football. Seven hours, four burgers, bro. Eighteen ranch waters later. Nice. Eight your stats, G. G. Tell me, tell me your stats. What were your stats for Sunday? I had a, I had two burgers. The second one fucked me up. Okay. How much couch time? Let me ask you that. How much couch time did you get? Probably like six and a half hours. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 Uh, one sock lost. Uh, How many uh, drinks drank? Drunk. I only had one beer because you know I'm a one beer. Did you, did you get a? Right did you get a claw? I got I got two claws. Nice. Those are those are super good. Shout out to y'all. Y'all did send us merch. I yeah. have to link back up with y'all on uh, getting some uh, white claw merch. How many socks taken? One. One. Again, yeah. we're keeping One those taken. numbers consistent. Um and uh what else did I I drank a lot of water. Drank a lot of water. How many uh give me liters? How many liters of water did you drink that day? Sunday. Uh, probably like two tbd yeah nice but no, those are my stats what about you let me see i had a total of three burgers Damn. i want to say five drinks throughout the day um i want to say about 110 phone pickups yeah yeah i want to say i was in the 100 pluses gotta get those numbers up yeah um screen brightness was at a minimum <laughs> <laughs> and phone charged phone charged and a couch time of, I want to say probably about six hours because I stayed all the way till halftime of the Cowboy game. That's right. Yeah. So from 12, yeah, from 12 to halftime of the Sunday night game and money spent on groceries to bring to Brandon's, then drinks. No, he paid me for that too. I won't say how much money I spent, but yeah, stats, the stats were padded on Sunday. It was a good Sunday. It was a good. Hey, it's this it a, a, it a good week couch. one. What are going to do? It's a it? casting couch. We keep touching each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He was reaching for my other mic. <laughs> All right. So let's get into them, Aaron. Week one reviews. We got the Falcons versus Panthers, an NFC South division game. Falcons win 24, Panthers 10. What did we think of the rookie uh, previews? Or the rooks, yeah, the rooks. We had Bijan Robinson, notable uh, notable rookies. Yeah, Bijan Robinson and number one overall pick Bryce Young. I thought Bijan Robinson looked great. Um, I had high expectations. He looked, huge. He looked he, big ass running back. Not only big, yeah. nimble on the feet. His first touchdown, he made four people miss on a pass that was just a a check down to get in the end zone. Two touchdowns. I thought he looked solid, and he showed that. The Falcons invested a great pick into him. He can be a lead back for them instantly. 
I also thought Bryce Young did not have a bad game either. He made he, sm- he made smart decisions. He looked comfortable with his line, and he looked like he was making the throws that are needed to be made in NFL league. Uh, fitting it through the window, throws on the run, escape pressure when you need to. Uh, I think the record, uh, the rookies in this game, proved their stock mm-hmm. in a way. I would definitely have to say that. We did see uh, through NFL red zones, so we didn't get to see all the game, but we'd see when they were on offense, right, a f- good amount of times. And there was a few times he was in the pocket for about four or five seconds, right? I mean, he looked comfortable. He knew – I mean – he looked like a number one overall pick, right? I don't. He had his interceptions, but I don't no. Agree with you. you don't agree with us? No. Okay, go ahead, Mikey. I don't believe in him. I think he's he's too, real. I think he's too small. Small quarterbacks do not last long. I will say that. I think he's tiny, man. Yeah. He's so tiny out there. I mean, yeah, you're. don't get me wrong. He did have some good moments in the game, like you said, mm-hmm. making some, some tight passes in those windows. Uh, I just don't see it. For him long term, because of how small he is. No, it's, yeah, his yeah. stature is just so. I mean, that's like me out there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That's crazy, and he can barely see over the line, just like Kyler. And Kyler's career, he's it's been good, but but we're already seeing what his what attitude it, though is different from Bryce Young. Uh, so yes, Bryce Young, I feel like actually we don't know yet because he could still Bryce had Bryce could still have an attitude later. Because I thought I thought Kyler actually no you're right he did no. have a Kyler Kyler had an attitude coming into the league a little bit yeah Kyler yeah okay that's right no you're right he's all he had he's always won Kyler yeah. and I think Bryce Young's always won too but he just seems more down to earth and humble level headed level headed I just don't that's my my opinion I don't see it for him but I will agree with you on that yeah to because, be seen just from his his physical stature yeah. But his play was good, but I don't know if it's gonna last. Yeah, short quarterbacks don't usually last. But Bijan, uh, too long. Monster, in, in, instant impact on the field for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Falcons are are scrappy. Falcons are scrappy. They're gonna and be in every game. I feel like this year. That division is kind of well. It's not up in the air. It could be mm-hmm. if they give the Saints a fight. Saints and Falcons. I think it's between them two. It could be. Yes, I think there's a couple times where the Panthers could upset and the Bucks could upset either one of those teams, the Falcons or Saints. But it's going to be up the to way them. the Falcons can win a lot of games or be in them. Mm-hmm. Just run that ball and eat that clock. That's where on the couch. <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> what I don't believe in is Ritter. I don't, I don't believe don't, in Ritter either. He, but like I'm saying, he's not real. He's an alien. He needs to, he needs to just control the game. A game manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you do that with him and give the ball to Bijan and uh, Alger, however you say his name, you know you can be in a Allegra. lot of games. <laughs> Allergies. I don't Allergies. know, but that Allegra. That one-two punch with uh, Tyler and Bijan. Yeah. I mean, you can you can win some games. You couldn't pick. A whole 180 spectrum of names in your backfield. Tyler and, and Bijan. And, and Des and Desmond. Desmond. Yeah, he's the 90. He's the 90 in between. I like those names. It's a good names team. So how would you name your kid in that order? Last name's still Gutierrez, but oh, what what uh are you gonna give him Tyler? Okay, Tyler again? Bijan, Tyler Gutierrez. Oh, oh, oh Desmond. Des- so you gotta have Desmond. Bijan, Desmond, Tyler Gutierrez. I'd probably do uh Tyler, Bijan, Desmond. And Hosa for TBD, so I can just like, that'd be his little nickname. I see him all the time. TBD. 
Aaron, what about uh, Estrada? Desmond Tyler Bijan Estrada. I mean, any order sounds pretty good with all three DBT. Of our names. Yeah. Sounds like a wrestling move. That sounds pretty <laughs> sick. Anyways, but that was awesome. Alagier was on my bench. Pissed me off. But I'm also happy that uh I don't know. You just you just saw and, productivity and in that backfield. They're all young. Desmond Ritter. Oh, that whole second yeah. year. Alagier's second year. Let me ask you, what's what's gonna happen with Cardell Patterson? I just think he's there more of as a role player right now. He can still be veteran presence. A veteran presence, veteran yeah, presence. yeah. He can still be utilized in certain packages, but I think himself as well. I, I hope he realizes he's got a lot of young talent, raw talent that is speeding up faster than he is aging. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. So he uh, got his ring. Oh yeah, he's good. Uh, he's so good. Patterson has at this point he's really proven nothing to prove either. Uh, I just think the best thing he could do is be a veteran presence, mentor these young guys, and, and know when's his time and when's not his time to, yeah. to do his thing. The only disappointment on Sunday for me um, from the Falcons was was uh, Drake London, but you really can't blame him. No, yeah, uh, with the- Desmond Ritter is just you know he's he's uh, trying to get his groove. So and and Kyle Pitts too, like they're kind of they're they're talented. Their skill players are talented. They have a they have potential. And there's multiple plays where Pitts put his defender on skates was wide open. Yeah, he just did not get the ball because yeah. Ritter was running around or just didn't have his reads there. And at that and at the end of the day, you really can't blame the receivers for that. Nah. Um, they still have to get the ball thrown to them in order to show what they can do, covered or not. Mm-hmm. But as time goes on through the season. I think Ritter's gonna, you know, build a chemistry, and they're gonna they're gonna talk what they like. Yeah, he's gonna settle in, yeah. and having that run game is gonna help. And having, I guess it's a it's an okay defense, but mm-hmm. I think the Falcons That's are subpar. I think the Falcons can can win a division, honestly. They could, uh, or they could tank and get a Caleb Williams. <laughs> nah, nah. Let's see what Desmond can do. Desmond Ritter, Desmond Bijan Tyler, Desmond Bijan Tyler. See, that's. Sounds like a real name. Desmond, Desmond Tyler. Tyler. We can make a... I put Desmond and Tyler first. Desmond. Desmond Tyler Bijan. Let's start Alrighty. All right. Next game, we have Ravens versus Texans. Ravens 25 to the Texans 9. Score gami. Score gami. It was... It was tough. It was a tough one to watch because it from didn't both, feel from like... Both, from both teams. Yes, for both teams because it didn't feel like the Ravens beat them like that badly. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was a total ass whooping, which it should have been because Texans all in all, Aaron, you're the biggest fan. They're in a total rebuild on both sides. New head coach, all of it. Defensively, they're pretty solid. Yeah, and honestly, that's where our strong point is. It's on yeah. defense. It's the, it's the side that kept us in the game the entire time. Honestly, if the Ravens would have capitalized on our mistakes with the talent they have and the quarterback they have, they should have won by a lot more. Um, a defense can only keep you in the game so long, though. At the end of the day, points need to be on the board. And we're still trying to find our identity as an offense now with a new quarterback. We already know Pierce is our stable, is our workhorse. But we were not able to set a foundation in our run game. And if you can't do that with a rookie quarterback, set up play action, um, we're, we're not going to find a lot of success. But... The intangibles are there, and I feel like the pieces are there. We just need to put them together. 
Yeah, they lost it in the third quarter. They they let up fifteen, and that was the game because mm-hmm. it was only it was seven to six heading into halftime. Yeah, how much? Uh, what was it that we noticed on Sunday? How many yards did Lamar have through three quarters? Eighty six or like eighty because he ended up with one hundred and sixty nine yards passing and one interception. He had a few fumbles too that were yeah. The, couple fumbles up. and cj stroud rookie key, uh quarterback from ohio state got 242 yards 28 for 44 which is i mean that's not a bad game for a rookie no to be throwing 44 times yeah 28 for 44 awesome. for 242 for yards like, they're definitely trying to have him build yeah build up confidence and definitely learn i could see stroud having a, a okay career um so yeah. you know because Ohio State quarterbacks never really uh, they never pan, pan out. out. They never pan out. If yeah. you can, you know, what's the last Ohio State quarterback that's been good? Just Justin good... Fields right now, sort of. I mm. mean, there's still time. I guess, but yeah, I, I guess that's, I guess that's the only guy. Yeah, but um, yeah, Lamar didn't. Kirk look, Street. Lamar didn't look too good. <laughs> he looked really rusty. Um, but the bright spot on that team was Zay Flowers. He's just another Hollywood Brown to me, though. Mm-hmm. He's just. Another um, kind of you talking like in build, right? He's Small, another fast. he's another version of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's reincarn- reincarnated, uh, but yeah, Zay, yeah, same exact player, mm-hmm. honestly, just younger and reincarnated. Could probably catch more. Well, ho- Hollywood was up there too. Didn't the he drop draft. a lot? Sometimes no. I would say he dropped rookie a lot. year. His rookie year. He oh, was, rookie year. Rookie year. He yeah, was no, awesome. His rookie year. They, they Flowers, were good. He's too. probably gonna be awesome. Yeah, and then. But the offensive coordinator they had back in the day was always just wanting to run the ball. Now mm-hmm. they want to pass, so yeah. it'll be different. But Zay Flowers did look good, but in my opinion, he's just another Hollywood Brown. Um, but the Ravens they should have they should have destroyed y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, that fifteen points in the third quarter that's what hurt the Texans. Yeah. What also hurt them was, like we said earlier, they lost J.K. Dobbins with the torn Achilles, so they'll have Gus Edwards. Uh, Oh yeah, Gus, uh, Gus Justice, Edwards, Hill. Justice Hill, and Melvin Gordon in yeah, the backfield. Melvin Gordon. But y'all, uh, what's his name on defense? Wasn't starting. He was out. Ward. Ward. He's supposed to be y'all's like anchor back there, and he didn't start because he mm-hmm. comes from the 49ers, Came over with the um, the Miko Ryan's. Um, but y'all have him. I mean, adds to the defense. Honestly, our secondary and front eight aren't bad at all. Uh-huh. And with a defensive-minded coach who has a pretty solid track record like D'Amico, I don't see that defense going anywhere but up. Right now, our main problem is finding an identity on offense and what we need to do uh, to actually it's the same thing instill more confidence and CJ. in our in yeah. rookie quarterback, CJ. And with and within time, yeah, I think it, they're going to get better. So. Definitely. All right. Next up, we have Jags versus Colts. Jags winning the game 31 to the Colts 21. It was Anthony Richardson's season debut. Anthony came out with 223 yards, one TD, and one interception. Jags, however, started off looking looking fast. They looked good. They had Calvin Ridley back. ETN looked good. Tank, uh... Oh, Bigsby. He just had that one touchdown, but, yeah, but he had I mean, a boneheaded move too. Or he, but he just got the name. He stood there and fumbled it. Well, he didn't fumble. He just he thought the play was dead, but it wasn't yeah, dead. Yeah, that that right there, everybody stopped and was confused. The defense stopped. <laughs> yeah, it's not his too. fault. But it, it ended up in a, a defensive touchdown for the Colts. DeForest Buckner running it in. Uh, 
he was going to tackle that guy. And I wouldn't have. <laughs> Anyways, but it was pretty good. Trevor Lawrence, 241 yards, two TDs, one uh, one interception. Calvin Ridley, though, eight receptions, 101 yards, one TD. It was pretty good. It was a promising-looking game yeah. for Anthony Richardson. Oh, yeah. You know? Good good game. They were in it. They were in it. Yeah, they were in it. thought they were going to win it at a, at a certain point. Yeah. It was close, yeah. Halftime, it was close. Anthony Richardson showed that. He's going to be the quarterback. I firmly believe he'll be their quarterback in the future. Oh, yeah. Going forward. And Calvin Ridley, just great addition to that team because now you have Calvin Ridley, you have Zay Jones, you have Ingram, who's also proven to be a playmaker whenever needed if the other two are getting focused. Etienne at the backfield. Um, Trevor Lawrence, of course. So they have the pieces as well to be great. Yep. It's whether or not they just consistently do it now and prove that they can do it against big name defenses week in and week out. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I'm excited for the Jags this season, especially because I got T Law. Anyways, oh, I skipped one. So Browns yeah. versus Bengals. That was a multi million dollar mistake game right there. Two very high core uh very high paid quarterbacks. One of them is Only the highest paid is player. one of the highest paid well, quarterbacks is the highest paid is the highest NFL paid history. the other one at a time was, was yeah, the highest yeah. paid quarterback and i mean it was an absolute 84 yards it was an absolute dog water of a for game joey b for so it was joey uh joey bosa joe burrow versus deshaun watson massage parlors uh browns winning 24 to the Bengals three joe burrow only throwing 82 yards he went 14 for 31 deshaun watson having mm, a, a slow a slow game he did the job they got the win I mean, right? it, was, it was raining too yeah oh, it was raining it was very a bad much. weather game uh he got 154 yards one td one interception aaron what'd you think of this game all in all, very disappointing on the Bengals side. You pay, you shell out millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, $210 million guaranteed. You don't see, you don't want to see 84, how was that? 84, was it? 84 yards. You don't want to see 84, 84 passing yards. yards, no touchdowns. In the very first game after that contract, you don't find any of your big name receivers. Jamar Chase, who was talking a lot of hot mess before this game, yeah. basically shut down. I honestly don't want to take away anything from the Cleveland Browns defense either. They're a very strong defense in the secondary and on that front line. Yeah. Now, the only average part of that is their linebacking core, but they get the job done as well. They do their job. I thought this was a very disappointing game overall because you expected to see more fireworks. It was a slow game that dragged on, and really yeah, nothing really slow. happened until like the third or fourth quarter. And for the for the for Browns, the Browns. <laughs> and you don't ask us five years ago, we don't say that sentence at all. So um, it's going to be a really interesting game to see uh, Joe Burrow play the next game because how do you react after this? Um, yeah. How do you prove yourself again to the organization and to the front office that committed so much to you at this point? I mean. They're, I think they were 0 and 5. He was 0 and 5 or 0 and 4 coming into this game against the Browns. So he's never beaten the Browns. So mm -hmm. he's, they've always struggled against him. Miles Garrett always gives that dude hell. I know, yeah. Miles Garrett has always broken that Bengals front line and used them like practice dummies. 
and it goes kind of go, kind of goes back to the Chris Jones thing. When you have a game record yep. on that defensive line, it, it doesn't matter what your game plan is at that point if you cannot follow through with it. Exactly. And, uh, they signed Orlando Brown this year from the Chiefs, and he didn't do – he did shitty. Mm-hmm. did real shitty. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Don't like mm-hmm. the Bengals. Um, so I, I loved I loved the game. I loved how the the Browns got to uh, Joey B's fucking ass. Uh, I just fucking hate the Bengals. Yeah, uh, I don't care. Like to like talk about this game analytically, stat wise. I just fucking hate the Bengals. Okay, you're allowed to say that. I think. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm gonna let you say that. Uh, <laughs> that's what it came off as. Uh, no, I, I I think it was tough because definitely. In camp, Joey B had um he had his calf strain, he had his calf injury, and then not not practicing for one whole month. Am I sounding okay? Am I am I too am I too into it? Oh, that that that, that was way up to right there. Good. Yeah. So I think not practicing for a month, and then coming to the game. Also, he was saying he was fine. If he needed more time off, he should have done it right. But he's a QB, he's a competitor, he's gonna do it. And then it's not a good look, Mikey. Like you said, when you're signing this big contract days before and then you come in and you don't even give your team triple digits right 84 yards dude but but oh shit yeah i don't think uh i think it could have been a lot different without the injury but it, that's just that's just it it's another if thing right and like you said when it came to the stats over four or over five five over four, oh and four and over five don't don't quote me on that i want to say it's on four because he did get hurt yeah. mid-season yeah his second year Second or first year? First year. But, but anyways, that doesn't bro. matter. He's never beaten them because they've always had his number. Can I say something real quick? Yeah, I'm fucking done. If it was Patty Mahomes that threw for 84 yards, bury him alive. Everybody on this, these talk shows would just bury his ass alive. He is getting buried alive, you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay? Joey B didn't get fucking buried. I haven't seen shit about him. You're not watching the right channels. It's fucking, You're not listening to Twelve Pog. But I, I, I know they they hold Patrick to a higher standard, so I get it because he's already got two Super Bowls. Yeah, but let Patty go for for some reason have an 84 yard game and not being injured throughout that game, playing the whole game 84 yards, or even having 120. Right. Yeah, yeah. Having anything like that, I'm sorry. Then he has to get his ass chewed out. He has to get questioned for a whole week until he makes up for it the next week. Right. With this just week one, no practice for a month. It's not good at all. And the Cleveland defense is good. Front four, front five, nickel, backfield, all of it. Right. They're the good. And Kevin Stefanski is a good coach. He's a top ten coach with the right piece. You don't what? You don't think so? Uh, yeah. I just saw Aaron make a face. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I think that's what he's doing. I think he's drunk. <laughs> I think he's doing. <laughs> but Aaron, you're gonna say something. Nice shirt, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's a nice shirt. I like it. Appreciate the love. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. A sub 100 game as the highest paid quarterback. Bad. You're gonna get shit talked. It's not like he doesn't have weapons on the offense either. Uh, arguably, the best receiving core in the best NFL. Receiving core in the NFL. It would be one thing to pull a Josh Allen and throw three picks, three picks, one touchdown, and have like 200 yards passing. Yeah. But to not even have any of those things and still throw sub 100 is unacceptable. 
for being the highest paid quarter or NFL player in history. Just player, to, right? Player. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just to come out like that, 84 yards is kind of crazy mm. to me. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I know I'm sounding like I'm giving both sides, right? Because he didn't practice for a month. I already said oh, it. Oh, yeah. But. You're an NFL you, player. You're an NFL player. You're the highest so, played NFL yeah, player. You chose to play. No excuses, bitch. But I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think he'll do this uh, in week two. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about that one. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Bucks versus Vikings. This surprised me. I was I very picked, wrong. I picked the Bucks on this one. Uh, <laughs> nobody cares. I care. Okay. So Bucks beating the Vikings twenty to seventeen. Very good game from Baker Mayfield. He surprised me. He well. The numbers don't say it, but the eye test was was good. He made connections with Chris Godwin, with Mike Evans for a TD. Um, Rashad White has 70 carries for 39 yards. Baker Mayfield had 173 yards for two TDs. And, uh, Mikey, can you read the that stat line for Mike Evans? Yeah, let me get into it real quick. No, I think you know what it is. It is uh, six receptions for 66 yards and a tutter. And he's on my team. <laughs> and Kirk Cousins didn't start him though. Kirk Cousins did do good. And, oh yeah, uh, he, they and Justin Jefferson is going to show his frustration because I think he knows he's got the label as the best receiver. <sighs> Read his stat line in the league. I will. Justin Jefferson nine receptions for 150 yards effortlessly. Kirk Cousins three hundred uh, three hundred forty four yards, two TDs, one interception. That's probably one of the best uh, games that in week one that we've had from a quarterback. This is what I think he he's win. trying to do. He's trying to lose these, you know, these afternoon games so he can win in prime time. But, he hates time. but I'm saying he's trying to reverse it. He's oh, trying to yeah. say, oh, Kirk Cousins isn't good in the afternoon, but then he's just not going to balance out, you know, I and he wins in prime time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins trash yeah. in every game he plays. I thought it was a very Kirk Cousins-esque game. Where he does what he needs to do, doesn't make the right passes at the right time, finds receivers. Gotcha. But I think the bright, the bright spot in all this, the Vikings found a solid number two receiver to take away some pressure from Justin Jefferson. I think Jordan Addison is a beast and is going to he's going to put up a lot of numbers this year. I feel like, and it's going to make defenses have defenses have to respect. Keep them honest. Yeah, respect both receivers. What I was disappointed in with the Vikings offense is the running back that was supposed to take over the helm <laughs> for cook Madison. Madison did not show that he was ready to take over the reins for a lead back and keep the defense honest. When you <laughs> yes. are bottled up and the defense knows, Hey, we just got to worry about these two guys now and make Kirk cousins force a window. That's not good for anybody. You were chosen to be there and pick up and fill the shoes of Cook to still keep defenses honest because you showed that you could do that before. I feel like the spotlight kind of hit him a little bit. Yeah. And he got blinded by the lights. He was like, oh, now I'm the guy. There was hype coming in. There are there should be hype coming in. He is he's shown he can put up points. He can put up yards. And he stepped in when Cook was injured multiple times over the last three years. But I think he only put he put up less than fifty yards this first game back. This first game as a as a lead back. Let me see. Yeah, he put up less than forty yards. Yeah, and he, how's the defense I supposed mean, to respect the run game when the Vikings scheme is run first, set up the play action, and you take that away, and now they all they got to worry about is the pass. Yeah, you can't. 
you can't. And it's your job as a running back to show that you can make the defense respect your offense. You know what? Fuck the Vikings. We hate them. <laughs> yeah. We hate them. He just, Aaron just, just dissected them. He did. Love that. I think Aaron could uh, set up a defense against them. Yeah. And, and yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Next up, um, we have written on here, Mikey. I have to agree with you with your comments. Um, it was a mid-off. It was the Saints versus the Titans. Yeah. Um, Derek Carr versus uh Ryan Tannehill. This is what everybody was kind of waiting Led for. Up to being a mid-off, like literally a mid-off. They, everybody was waiting for this uh, matchup though in the preseason. Um, Saints winning it sixteen to fifteen. Michael Thomas finally back. It was good to see him back. He looked pretty solid. Yeah, he did solid. He did, he did solid. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, true. Good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Just two different tones. Good. Anyways, no, yeah, it was still good. Um, but it wasn't too much to talk about except that much talk about. I would still put my money on the Saints to win that division easily. I think true. that – well, no, yeah, I'm going to still say easily. I think uh, the Falcons are going to still give it to them. What's that? Kamara comes back in three games. Kamara, that's right. Kamara coming back from a suspension. My boy. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, I was in Vegas Pro Bowl <laughs> week when he beat the shit out of that dude. And I ran into Mark Andrews in the casino lobby, got a picture with him. Great guy. I'm glad I didn't run into Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Mark Andrews? Because you're a pretty tall dude. Dude. You're, you're about height. So you know how, like, you see this guy completely tear up your defense and you're like how'd you not get the ball or get in front of him how's he catching that on you like that as i stood next to this six foot five man i shook his hand and my hand disappeared <laughs> and you realize wow this is why d1 school has never called me as a five foot ten and a half linebacker <laughs> because guys like this would have fucking bodied me he would have broke your neck Still would have made the tackle. That <laughs> <laughs> takes a lot of heart, Aaron. All right. You got a lot of heart. On I, the guess, I couch. guess like the takeaway from this game is uh Shahid as mm. like emerging as a not a number one. Rahid Shahid. Rahid Shahid. Yeah. Cool name. Cool name. Cool name. Uh like a good number three in that offense. Because you got Olave, Mike Thomas, and yes. now Shahid. And then you add Jamal Williams and you have Kamara in the backfield. Uh, when he comes back and I mean, Derek Carr with the fresh start, Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Um, yeah. And the defense is good as fuck too. Yeah. Like we said, uh, that uh, schedule for the defense this whole year is going to be, but I think uh, this was a good little game for them. Mm -hmm. The Titans aren't that great. DeAndre Hopkins. I really didn't see him do much because I mean, the ball is getting thrown to him. But Ryan Tannehill is just not that good. Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill has been one of those quarterbacks that's been extremely average or he's slightly mid, below in the big mid. moments. He's been mid. Um, I Isn't feel. Yeah, extremely average. But I think uh, another person that gets kind of lost in all the big names and talent and the Saints offense is Jawan Johnson. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. not a good bad tight end. Tight end. No. And Solid. he's somebody that I believe Carr can rely on also, especially if your other receivers and running backs are getting accounted for. And he can wreck a defense by himself as well. 
the Saints defense was able to limit Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, I don't know if the defense was that good or Derrick Henry starting to show a little bit of age because Derrick Henry he got had, snapped. He had 15 carries, 63 yards, and there was no touchdowns for the Titans. They kicked all field goals. <laughs> But that's what happens when you base your whole identity off a running back and give him 30-plus carries or averaging more than 25 carries for the last five years. Eventually, teams in the NFL are going to adjust. There's going to be younger guys that come in. There's going to be different breeds. And Father Time doesn't care who you are. Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry. Don't get me wrong. But I don't feel like with the people he has around him, he's going to be producing the same numbers this year as he has the yeah. previous years. There's like no new nuances to that offense. It's just give the ball it's to just, give it to, to Derrick Henry. The, give it to Derrick Henry. It's just the Titans. And the def- the defenses already know that's gonna happen. And you have D Hop who's aging too. I mean and I who's their number two receiver? Burks, but uh, he's Traylon, hurt. Traylon Burks, right? Isn't he hurt? He I think he got hurt too, so there's not mm-hmm. many options on that offense. <laughs> the Titans just didn't look good. No. <clears throat> It's just, uh, it's just the Titans. Feel bad for Braves. Yeah, but he's the one that okayed it. True. Yeah. Yeah, don't feel bad for him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, uh, an absolute ass whooping. Uh, we had 49ers versus Steelers. <laughs> 49ers with 30 points, Steelers with seven. Okay, Brock Purdy back again. Brock Purdy coming in with 220 yards, two TDs, and making it look like a clinic. Yeah, he showed me. He showed me that he's the real deal. Yeah, so I was talking pretty okay, – I wasn't talking bad about him. But I was saying to my coworkers, big 49er fan, I told him, I was like, yeah, I don't think Brock Purdy's going to stay. Nah, I was like, I think by week five, uh, you're going to bring in Sam Darnold and he'll do some work. I don't think that anymore now after week one. This, this, is, my, this is my overreaction. Oh, this is yours? This is this is going to be the – this, or I'm just saying right now, right? Oh, I was going to put stays. that in there. Okay. My, my thing right now, Brock Purdy stays. Yeah. If he has like – Within these five next five games, first five games, I think if he has two to three games like this, he's staying, right? If you have an off game, you have an off game. Kenny Pickett had 232 yards, one TD, two interceptions. McCaffrey, the son of a gun, if you're playing against him, 152 yards, one TD, and just rushing. But Brandon Ayuk, what was it? Um, NFC, NFC Offensive Player, offensive player of, the week. of the Week. Yeah. 100, uh, 129 yards, eight receptions, two TDs. 29 yards. Yeah, absolutely crazy. The what was uh here you go, Aaron. But gee, tell me what was it that Trent Williams had said? Did you see that? Trent Williams, the offensive yeah, lineman he, for he said at some point, uh uh-huh, the D our defense kept taking him out three and out all the way to the third quarter. He said at some point, you know, you wanted the Steelers to get a first down so we could get a break. Oh yeah. Okay, when okay. the other team is now? rooting for you so the they score. can catch a break. You're fucking shocked. First of all, shout out Brandon Ayuk. You carried my team this week. Got you that dub. <laughs> Exponentially, you did above and beyond. Also, I think he should he should be getting his flowers because he's been playing second fiddle to Samuels, rightfully so, but he could be a number one receiver anywhere else to a team that needs it. Yeah, and, I see it. And the Steelers with Pickett is not it. That's not your quarterback. And I think they're going to be looking for a quarterback pretty soon. Um, at the same time, though, it goes back to you can't rely on your defense to keep keeping you in games because their defense didn't do bad. 
up until a certain point when it broke. When like, it broke, yeah. When it broke, you know what I mean? But you, there can only be so much give. They need to find, if they're going to try to make Pickett work, find a scheme that's going to fit him better than what they're running now. For sure. I mean, it didn't look too good for the Steelers. I had I had some hope for, in Kenny. I picked the Steelers to win because uh, I thought that, I picked you know, I thought the defense would help out a little bit better, but like Aaron alluded to the offense, I think that he's needed to find something different for him, but it is just the first game of the year. Yeah. I mean, even, but it's 49ers defense. Like this is, they oh, yeah. already, the, they already look like a Super Bowl team. Like they, they, they just played what could be the Super Bowl winning team. Right. It could be because Najee Harris, Najee was, only got 31 yards. Was anemic out there. He, I don't know, man. I, I feel bad. Anemic? That's a I feel bad word. for you, Tune. Um, oh. I know that's your boy, right? He's on your he's, team. He's, I, not my, he's just on the roster. He's I not had, my boy. I had him on my team last year, and yeah. it's it's a lot of ups and downs. So definitely. And like we've been talking about, Jalen Warren might take over that spot. I absolutely don't. But think Deontay so. Johnson, he's out now. I mean, with a hamstring. Yes. Um, what's his name? Pickens. No, he. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. I think he was the leading wide right receiver in that he offense. He had uh, 64 yards. See, when that happens, you're going to lose the game. We wouldn't be saying that a couple years ago because mm-hmm. he was good, but you can't have that happen. You need George Pickens to be the number one. You yeah. need to get him the ball. It's crazy that we're you know we're giving criticism criticism to Pickens right now. He still had way more passing yards than Joe Burrow. No, oh, yeah, it's true. And he's catching flack because he's on a a team with a fan base that is just as critical. Historical. Team. A historical. Yeah, historical. Team that expects a lot. Even though he doesn't have a big contract, didn't really do much last year. He did what he had to do. It went night and night. Yeah, I mean, they did what they had to do. Mike Tomlin's always going to coach his team. Exactly. But, you know, when it comes to that point, you have to find a scheme for the quarterback you have yeah. And he's showing that he's not, I don't feel like he's too comfortable in this scheme. He's not looking confident in his, in his reads. He's got the wheels if he needs to get out of there, but you can't keep relying on a quarterback for just their wheels. They need to be able to find the right guys at the right time. Definitely. And it is going to hurt without Deontay Johnson. He's out for for about four four weeks. weeks. Yeah. It's going to hurt without him. We'll see how he bounces back in week two. I think yeah, this week one is week one. Yeah, uh, G, write that down. Shirt idea. Week one is week one. Week one is week one. Yeah, but we're gonna. Write, okay, okay. <laughs> put that down. Shirt idea when we get them going. Week one is week one. Okay, I think they'll have a bounce back week in week two. I believe a lot of these teams will, and we'll see who's contenders, who's pretenders. Not now, but later on. Anyways, next up we have uh, Commanders versus Cardinals, which. Shouldn't have been close as as it was because Commanders winning twenty to sixteen. Sam Howe wasn't looking too bad. Had two hundred and two yards, one TD, one interception. Brian Robinson fifty nine yards rushing. Curtis Samuel fifty four yards catching. And for the Cardinals, some names you wouldn't exactly pick. You know, Personally, fantasy wise, yeah, fantasy wise, either. Uh, Joshua Dobbs, 132 yards, James Conner, 62 yards rushing, and Rondell Moore, 33 yards pass, uh, receiving. It was a uh, and Hollywood Brown didn't do shit, right? No, he didn't. He hates it there, hmm? he hates it there. 
he hates it there. And then I've also seen some of his practice tape and it's not looking good. He can't separate uh, exactly. But, oh, you know, that's that's just, just to say that. But um, but they kept it close, though. They I guess maybe Washington came in and they maybe thought it was going to be an easy game. Well, it, did, it, it looked like it was going to be, but the Cardinals hung around. Yeah. they Yeah. And it was uh, another thing. It was Eric B. Enemy's first uh, game offensive coordinating. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. I personally just think the Cardinals are going to be in damage control all year. Oh, for sure. Um, they're going to play for the number one pick. They're going to get Caleb Williams. But Caleb isn't going to want to come to the He's Cardinals. Not gonna, and his well, dad's been I, very outspoken. I don't want to talk about that, that yet or not now because we'll, we'll just keep talking about it. However... I uh, I do think Sam Howell showed a lot of how yeah yeah how I think is going to be a good quarterback for them this year. He showed a lot during the preseason that he knows how to operate an offense. Yeah, he finds the right guys as key receivers. Um, I don't think the game should have been as close as it was, uh, but I honestly I I I'm on the Howell train right now with him being their number one guy for a little bit. Oh I, yeah, I see him. I see him being the franchise quarterback. I see him being. He has a lot of confidence in himself. I don't. Yeah. See him getting. I see him probably being bothered. another Taylor Heineke there for a few years, and he's he's productive. I say that. Well, see, this that's my overreaction. I think Hal can be their their franchise quarterback franchise. for years to come. Yeah, I see it. He's tough nosed. He's making some good passes out there. Yeah. I just I, overall I liked his play. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have Packers versus Bears. Big historical rivalry. Jordan Love looked amazing over there. And it's not fair that the Packers get so much fucking consistency in quarterback. Overreaction right now, right? We're overreacting. But, this is just overreaction. Yeah, it's week one. We've had 200 plus days without football. Chill out. He's but, the best quarterback to ever grace this earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jordan Love, 245 yards, three TDs. Justin Fields, 216 yards, one TD, one interception. Rushing leaders was Aaron Jones with 41 yards, one TD. Rushing leaders for Chicago was Justin Fields, yeah. 59 yards. And then receiving was Aaron Jones again, 86 yards, one TD. And then Darno Moody for the Bears, four receptions, 53 yards, one TD. My two takeaways was Jordan Love was out there, and Matt LaFleur made him look good, made him look comfortable. It looked good. He had a good relationship out there with Dobbs because Watson was out. The other takeaway on the other side of the ball, Justin Fields still has no line. And his first reaction, I still think, is I don't see my first look. I'm running. And I think that's going to get him hurt again. Or it's not. he's not going to get hurt again. He didn't have a big hurt. But he's going to get banged up more sooner than, than wanted. Here's here's my thing with this, and and that's another shirt idea. Here's, here's my, my here's here's my thing with this. Okay, <laughs> I was not worried about Jordan Love putting up numbers. He looked better than I expected, but I had a lot of confidence in him. Yeah. However, the Bears fan base and the Bears team needs to have more of a realization with themselves. They came in here saying we're coming out of the Packers shadow. We're done being the losing side of this rivalry. When at the end of the day, you haven't surrounded your quarterback who showed he could be the quarterback with enough talent or made the effort to. And and Claypool, I'm really targeting Claypool on this one. Lack of effort 
all game. Didn't look like he wanted to block. Doesn't look like he wants to be there. You have DJ Moore, who's really trying and could be good in this offense when utilized. But if your scheme is, all right, we're going to do RPOs, we're going to run screens, and we're going to try to open stuff up down the field, you have to, as a receiver, Claypool, make your effort into selling that. You can't say, oh, I'm not getting the ball this play. I'm going to take the playoff like that. That's and honestly, I don't like Claypool as a player in the first place. No. Um, ever since he started celebrating with 30 seconds left when they were behind in the game over a first down with no timeouts, you dumbass. Um, like that. that's my thing. I think right now they have way higher expectations than they should. Uh, I think the Bears still have a long way to go especially whenever you're trying to talk about winning this division now that Aaron Rodgers is in there. One person in your division shouldn't dictate how your team is playing or how it's organized. Yeah, I mean, the Lions Aaron always brings there, heat, doesn't he? Yeah, that was, that was a good that was take. Great. Good take. Um, that was but, a rant. But, yeah, fuck the Bears. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I, I saw, I've seen a bunch of analysts – everybody's like picking the bears to win that division which is kind of fucking absurd to me um you have the lions you got the lions, lions and the vikings and the vikings but now it's just back to the bears being on the bottom because now yeah. look at the packers no. yeah the packers are good it looks good jordan love is the real deal i think he's the real deal lafleur um, looked he, but he did his thing i'm happy there. that the packers came out and showed that they are still one of the top dogs in that division uh even with Jordan Love, but mm-hmm. he's a young quarterback, and I think he's going to do big things. Uh, but for the Bears, like you said, I think they have too much. I mean, yeah, you want to have confidence, but their expectations are really mm-hmm. they're astronomical. Yeah, um, that's not their ceiling right now. No, After that week one, that's no, not their ceiling. I mean, they, they still got shit to figure out. Um, Definitely. And Justin Fields is very promising. I know I like to hate on him sometimes, but he is promising in the right situation. I think he'd be top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Um but yeah, go pack, go pack, go. Yeah, good yeah. Team. It's Little Wayne's team. We love Little Wayne here. I, I still have the Lions winning that division. Mm-hmm. I now I think it's gonna be a lot closer between them and the Packers. Yeah. Um, the Lions. I've honestly did all the right moves in my opinion for that division. They made the right draft picks. They stacked up their defense. They know they have Goff, who is a formidable a formidable quarterback when given the right stuff around him. He's made it. He's proven. He's proven. Yeah, Yeah, he's been to the Super Bowl. He can make those plays. And now he's got a team around him. I love the Lions coach. The Lions coach brings nothing but intensity, confidence, and he doesn't care who's on the other sideline. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't care who's on the other sideline. And when you got a guy like that leading the helm and you got the talent and defense now that believes they can be there, I think the Lions are a scary team in the NFC. Uh, I would hate to party with him and Aaron. <laughs> I would imagine partying with Dan Campbell and Aaron in their prime. Aaron is in his prime right now, right? But Darren, uh, you and Dan Campbell would be absolute hell. I'd probably die. <laughs> All right, Tune. Um, let's get let's 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 do some quick hitters. And okay, quick let's hitters. Get to ready? the Dolphins and Chargers at the end of these quick hitters because that was the game of the week. I would argue that Cowboys was game of the week. Just kidding. I hate that. Okay. Anyways, let's, uh, no, Raiders Dolphins, Broncos. Raiders Broncos. And then we're going to get into Sean Dolphins. Payton's return. Um, it didn't look as bad as it is on paper. 
It also wasn't as smooth as it was <laughs> watching it, but it it wasn't as rough as last year. Okay. Did that, any of that make sense? Uh, honestly, it really didn't. It did make sense. Uh, but another mid-off, 17 to 16. Yeah, Raiders getting the dubs. Raiders 17, Broncos 16. This had to be game of the week. Dolphins versus Chargers. Tua versus let's, Justin Herbert. Let's circle around to that one, like at the end when mm-hmm. we have Aaron back in the room. Okay. Let's let's hit on. Let's hit. Let's get the Cowboys and Giants out the way already. There's nothing to say. For nothing that. to say. Forty to zero. Um, Dak Prescott got away with that with not having to you know win the game. The mm-hmm. defense won the game. So Giants, they have a lot of work to do. I just think it's week one. Um, Dak had fine. impressive numbers though, 143 yards. LOL. Uh, but yeah, okay. Rams versus Seahawks, 30 13. Rams. Rams versus Seahawks. This was the year that everybody predicted that the Rams would, would have a losing season, would not be good. Cooper Cup wasn't there against week one. And week one versus Seahawks, I had high hopes for uh, the Seahawks with um, Geno Smith, and they totally let me down. Rams 30, Seahawks 13. And Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua definitely showed out. Watch out for him. He plays just like Cooper Cup is what I evaluated. Um, yeah, he looked good. The Rams looked pretty good. They did. They're comp- they're going to be competitive. Who? The Rams? The Rams. The Seahawks are going to bounce back. I think the the, the Rams, though, they're going to be in the, the hunt, trying to make the playoffs, maybe. Uh, but I don't know if it's going to be. They'll be outside the hunt. Outside of the hunt to get into the hunt. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's right. That makes it okay. They're they're hunting to hunt. Hunting to hunt the hunt. Yeah, that's what they're they're <laughs> looking to hunt. Alrighty. All right. Eagles? Aaron, we won. Oh, Eagles. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a good game. Eagles Patriots. How this do you feel about that one? Also, even though I'm a Patriots fan, should have been a blowout. It was sixteen to zero and the second quarter. Mm-hmm. And then the Patriots stormed back. I mean, Bill Belichick led team. Didn't I mean I expected that. But Eagles, they look kind of sloppy. They still got the dub, though. Yeah, still dub. Um, Aaron, now that you're back, we wanted to talk Dolphins versus Chargers. Tua versus Herbert. Tua with an amazing stat line of almost 500 yards. 28-45, 466 yards, three TDs, and one interception. Justin Herbert, 229 yards, one TD. And Tyree Kill, 11 receptions. 215 yards, two TDs. That last touchdown to ver- to seal it, to seal the game, when two of the- he-, he threw a thread, was absolutely it was, was no mind boggling. And he found it went between helmet and pad of the defender. I don't know how. He- Honestly, that is the most dangerous quarterback receiving duo right now. You got Tyree Kill throwing up, getting the ball thrown to speed kills in every instance. Yeah, Tua. Has proven the only thing that has stumbled him were injuries late, uh, injuries last season. Proven he's an elite NFL quarterback, and I don't doubt that at all. I've never doubted that. And he's got. I and, doubted he shut he shut me up. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Week and, one, and, he shut me and, up, and he, and he is an elite quarterback, and he needs to have that respect. Mikey earlier said the Cincinnati Bengals have the most dangerous receiving core. I say Miami Dolphins right behind them. Mm-hmm. And their defense gets overshadowed a lot, but their defense isn't bad either. So my thing with this is the Dolphins showed they're here to play. Tyreek Hill is somebody you need to constantly keep two men on and scheme around that. But you also need to put pressure on Tua. 
Because mm-hmm. right now they're trying to protect uh, their quarterback, especially after the amount of head injuries he had last year. Put pressure on him. Put pressure on and him. And the time frame between the head injuries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we saw how that was handled last year. Mm-hmm. Shitty. <laughs> um, very shitty. But that is the most dangerous quarterback receiving duo right now for me in the NFL is Tyreek and Tua Tugavaloa. Um, I would hate to have to game plan for both of those guys. Um, they don't have a bad run game either. Their defense is solid. I don't think they're an average defense at all. So seeing the Dolphins do that was really no surprise. I think it just surprised a lot of the haters that still had doubt in their mind of what yeah. this offense was capable of. But that's going to be something to be dealt with throughout the season. People got a game plan for Tyreek Hill. And then you got Waddle. Yeah. Tua's going to find the guy. He's a smart guy. He's not going to make dumb decisions unless he's concussed. <laughs> so, and we won't know. They won't, won't tell know. us. They, they won't, won't tell, tell us. us until after the game when he's riding an imaginary bike. Like, this, to me, this was no surprise the Dolphins putting up these numbers like this. No surprise? No, no surprise. No bro. surprise. No surprise. It was crazy numbers, almost 500 yards passing. 467 or 466? 466. Yeah. To do it against the Chargers, who don't have a slouch defense at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I, right. I don't think the Chargers, offensive-wise, did their full potential this game at all either. I think they kind of got – they started getting a little uncomfortable. They were behind. They started making things happen, mm-hmm. forcing plays that they didn't need to. But that just goes back to the – their def- the Miami defense being underestimated in a sort. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So let's talk biggest surprises of week one. Huh? Good, 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 good. All right. So a couple things real quick. We'll just touch on them. Biggest surprise of week one. Aaron, what's your opinion? What did you think what it was? Biggest surprise of week one to me, honestly, I would have to say, I, and and this is coming from a division rival also, I thought the Colts were going to take a big step back. I thought the Colts were going to take a big step back. I think now with their new quarterback, uh, rookie quarterback, they found a lot of life. Yeah. I thought the Colts offense was the biggest surprise to me. Yeah. Week one. You don't got your... Actually, yeah. I thought it was going to be sloppier on offense for them. You don't have your and they gave the Jags a game. And they yeah. gave the Jags a game. That's a big surprise to me. Yeah. So that's that was my my take. Because that. you everybody would predict that the Jags were going to be division winners, and that they and, what they did. That and the Bengals shitting the bed. Yeah, that was my surprise. Uh, Joe Burrow less than on charts after a contract signing. That's that's my biggest surprise. <sighs> my biggest surprise. He's a bitch. Um. <laughs> uh, my biggest surprise was the Packers. Playing how they played. Yeah. I didn't expect Jordan Love to be that um efficient. He had he led the league in QBR. Um, so but the Packers, yeah, that's yeah. my biggest surprise. Actually, because we have the next one's biggest appointment. So I'll say the biggest surprise for me was Tua's numbers because okay. I'm yeah, not all the way in on Mike McDaniels, but yeah, that, that yeah, just yeah. totally shut me yeah. up. It had to. And my biggest disappointment. The Bengals. Fuck. Well, y'all can say Bengals. Oh, I, I have to agree with Bengals, right? You. But 
I'll change it to just Giants with the fucking goose egg. Yeah, I'll go with you with with the Giants. Yeah. I'll, I'll even add the Seahawks in there because I did not <sighs> yeah, expect Seahawks I did not expect them to come out in their home opener and lose to a team that you know you can beat. You knew yeah. everybody in, going into that game. You knew, oh Seahawks. Even, even me, you, and Brandon were like, oh oh Seahawks easy. Seahawks. We, we so, didn't know Puka Nakua was going to be there. Yeah, so like, <laughs> and, and I'm going to agree with Mikey. Um, he's good because I I've I've already said how much I've been disappointed in Joe Burrow and that Bengals offense that should be unspoken. Um, but yeah, the Seahawks losing the way they did that was my biggest surprise. Uh, second to that, and honestly, that's not something, especially somebody a team that's coached by Pete Carroll, you'd expect. Uh, you got your returning quarterback. You have pretty much your whole offense returning. should be in sync. And to put up numbers like that, they did. Um, bad. Real bad in that instance. Yeah. It was very bad. Do you want to just run through NFL Week 2 preview, the main games, primetime games? Yeah, we could. Yeah. Okay. So, Aaron, NFL Week, pre- NFL week 2 preview, Thursday night, tomorrow night. We have Vikings versus Eagles. Very good game. I thought the Vikings defense was going to be a little bit better. They proved to not be uh, after week one. I'm going to take the Eagles in this, but I still think that Kirk Cousins has another Kirk Cousins game. It's primetime. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's prime. You said you said it's now it's, it's transitioning Kirk. to primetime. Kirk yeah. does the Netflix now. He stole our hearts. He did. I love the guy. But Jalen Hurts stole our hearts too, and it hurts. My cousin's hurts. <laughs> I'm going to take, oh shit. I'm going to take the Eagles winning it, but this game's going to be in the 20s. 28 23. All right. To me, I'm calling Eagles. I think they shut down Matson. Mm. Uh, I don't think the Vikings can establish a run game against the Eagles tomorrow and force them to pass. And I feel like Kirk Cousins is going to have at least two turnovers passing. Yeah. I call two interceptions. Uh, I'm going to take the Eagles 27 to 13. Against the Vikings. Alrighty, I'm gonna go ahead. Did y'all pick the Eagles? You're gonna do the Vikings. I'll go Vikings. Um, Jefferson 300 yards reception. <laughs> 300, 300 yards. 300 yards receiving. 300 receiving uh, receptions that game for yeah. a thousand yards. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm. I'm gonna take the Vikings just because y'all picked the Eagles. Uh, but I'll give him my take in a minute on like on the game. But uh, Vikings 28. 25 but in all reality that d-line is something something to uh be reckoned with eagles d-line but mm-hmm. i don't know kirk cousins justin jefferson throw it up to him fuck it yeah Jordan he's, has a he's, good uh, game. he's down there somewhere could happen yeah okay somewhere down there um but yeah i got the the Viking, uh, the vikings in this one 28 25 okay. but i don't hate that i don't hate the vikings winning either all right sunday night football dolphins versus Patri- patriots and me being a Patriots fan, I'm excited for this one, but I know the end result. Oh, it's just Tyree Kill's just too he's just too damn fast to to put a scheme on. I know Coach Belichick is a defensive guru. He's a coaching guru. And I believe on offense we could also do our best to to make it work. We made it work pretty well against a good Eagles defense last week with Hunter Henry, Kendrick Bourne. Zeke didn't really get much going. Booty. And yeah, reminder Stevenson didn't get too much going. Anymore. And booty. And oh, booty. That's right. Getting the booty jersey. <laughs> and but this one, 
this one will be it'll it'll run away. It'll be Dolphins thirty one. It's Scorigami thirty one thirteen. Ooh. So and, that, and that fucking hurts to say that. So yeah, no, honestly, I think the Dolphins offense is gonna be too much. I'm gonna take Dolphins also. However, I think it's gonna be a lot closer just because it's a rivalry game. Yes. Somebody East. that uh, Bill Belichick is familiar with, somebody that knows how to game plan, and. The Patriots showed that they can scrap and they can still hang with some of the top teams, even when underdogs. Against a Super Bowl attendee. So I'm, mm. I'm going to take the Dolphins, but I'm going to say 24-13. Right. Mine, mine was just reverse psychology. Okay. That's all it was. Um, I'm going to go with the. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think Bill Belichick has a plan to limit these receivers. Um, too high shell. For Tyreek Hill, what a lot of defenses did when it was his last year in Kansas City. Mm. I think he can run some schemes like that. Um, but you have Jalen Waddle, so you really can't do that because you have another explosive wide receiver. But I think that the Patriots can uh, muck up the game. Yeah. And play they, their style. They they're they're really good. They're really good disciplined, I and mean, I mean that to a T. Disciplined defense on making the offense do what they want. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I don't know. This is going to break my So I got the Patriots winning this one 27 to 24. It's a good score. Very good score. Good Sunday night game. Happy for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we got two Monday night games, which I will be working during. <laughs> um, first one is Saints versus Panthers division game. Um, I think we can kind of say where we know where that one's going, but I am hoping for more. Um, progression from Bryce Young in this tough defense if he can at least get them in double digits you know then I think that's going to be that's a, that's a little that's a mini win right it's they won a little battle may or may not probably won't I'm gonna predict right now Saints winning this right now they beat the Panthers but if Bryce Young can show some sort of threat in the division then that's that's what I'm happy for I'm going to go with the underdog on this. I'm going to go with the the Panthers against the Saints. I think it's going to be a very close, another rival division game. Yeah. Uh, I think defenses play this one, keep it low scoring. Uh, I'm going to say 17-14 Panthers. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Saints. Saints. I think uh, they have a good offensive game. Defensively solid against Bryce Young, rookie, rookie quarterback. But I think Bryce Young does a little bit better. But I got the Saints in this one, uh, 31 to 17. Okay. Damn. <laughs> I just I heard it and I didn't really take it into account. 31, yeah, that's about right. Michael Thomas, their offense is kind of back. Besides yeah. Kamara, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, next one, Browns versus Steelers. It's an ugly game. It's ugly. Anytime it's a NFC, AFC North, it's always usually you got a got a big one too. Ravens versus Bengals. That's probably yeah. I was gonna I was gonna yeah. I was gonna okay. circle back yeah. to yeah. some of those. Okay, because I'm excited for Bears versus Bucks. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this division game, Browns versus Steelers, right? I mean, the Browns defense absolutely tore up Joe Burrow. What they're gonna do to Kenny Pickett is gonna be otherworldly. And I still think that the Steelers offense is going to have a lot of trouble, even with Pickett being on my team and being number one receiver. I still doesn't. I still don't think he's going to get his progression or his numbers. Um, I'm going to take the Browns in this one. It's going to be a big, ugly win. It's this one's going to be 28, 10. 
Alrighty. You motherfucker. <laughs> and now, honestly, I I see the Browns completely owning the Steelers' offense. If anybody's going to keep this a close game, it's going to be the Steelers' defense. But I see that for maybe a quarter. Um, and and honestly, I was going to say twenty eight ten. I agree with you, Tune, in that range. But since you said twenty eight ten, thirty one ten, extra field goal, Browns. Uh, yeah, with Deontay Johnson being out. Um, kind of limits their offense a little bit for the Steelers, but yeah, Browns defense is for real. Um, they put the game away, so I got them winning twenty-seven to thirteen. Uh, Browns. All right, good. Uh, these other games we're gonna run through, except the big key uh, marquee games. Uh, guys, I'm gonna ask y'all for some scores. You ready? All right. All right. NFL Week Two: Packers versus Falcons. Aaron, twenty-one. 13. Who? Packers. <laughs> okay. 21-13 Packers. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm going to say 28 to 25 Packers. Okay. I got the Packers winning 27 to 21. Okay. Packers. Nice. I think Cordell Patterson, uh, here's my hot take. Cordell Patterson, 300 yards rushing. <laughs> Um, next up, Raiders versus Bills. 28-10, Bills. It bounce back game for Bills, definitely. I'm going to say 35-17, Bills. Okay. I got the Bills winning 24-21. Okay. Next up, we have Ravens versus Bengals. All right, let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, it's going to be a big bounce back game for Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow. Also division rivalry game. Stavi versus R. This is Stavi versus Mikey R. Former champion versus current commissioner. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I have. I think the bigger bounce back is gonna be Joe Burrow because that was awful. There's no way all the talk shows, especially us, number one in sports, um, <laughs> is not upset with Joe Burrow about what just happened. Right? Huge contract, huge upset, huge disappointment. Okay, this can be a bigger, uh, bigger bounce back. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna game plan real well for. This, I mean, the Ravens defense did do good against a well, rookie, they right? They gave them nine points. Yeah. I don't think they got into the end zone, right? It was all field goals. It was all field goals. Yeah. So they did their job. They did what they had to do. But I just, I just, I'm still not a big believer in the Ravens. I'm sorry, Charles, AWO. Uh, I'm still not a big believer in the Ravens. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals in this. I'm going to say 38. Jesus 24. Christ. I don't think. Write it down. It's in the, it's Big in the rivalry show. game in this division. This division shows defense a step up. I'm going to take the Bengals 24 to 17 against the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Mm. Uh, 21 to 18. That's a pretty good score, too. Fuck the Bengals. Oh, that's why. Forgot. All right. Next up, we have Seahawks versus Lions. Ooh, that's Aaron? a good one. Seahawks versus Lions. I take the Lions in this one, and I am going to take them. I'm going to take them 28 to 24. Should be a good one. It's going to be a good one because yeah. Pete Carroll ain't no stooge, and the Seahawks need to bounce back game too because they were the favorite yeah. to win. Um, I'm going to take Lions also, but it's going to be a grit match. This one's going to be 33 30. Yeah, one. yeah. This is uh, the Lions' home home opener, and it's sold out. 
every game this oh, year it's is home yeah, it's home? a home opener. Yeah, it's, it's, no, um, it's Dan Campbell. Game. Dan Campbell might suit up and play. Um, no, he'll just be on the sideline suited up. That's it. He's, just, he's still going <laughs> to coach. He's still going to coach. Helmet, don't, shoulder pads, yeah. everything with he's his gonna, headset over the He's going to have helmet. a captain patch on. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, with that being said, yeah, I got the Lions winning this one, thirty-five to twenty-eight, a football score. Yeah. Dan Campbell's man, man. Aaron, how many Zen pouches does do you think he goes through in one game? He probably puts in three every hit, <laughs> three every quarter. <laughs> so he probably goes about shit twelve pouches a game. Fuck. What about Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll, he probably goes through uh, one half packets of five chew gum. <laughs> I think that dude eats zebra gum. <laughs> That's a t- that's gonna be a good game. That's one I'm looking forward to. Also, um, next up, Colts versus Texans. That's a fucking that's a game you wake up to on a Sunday. Yep, you wake on up CBS. This is a stupid London game, almost. Oh yeah. Okay, but I'm. Uh, it's gonna be rookie versus rookie, so we'll see how that goes. I'm gonna say Colts win, mm, twenty to thirteen. I'm a fucking Texans fan. God damn it. And if we're going to win this, we're going to keep it close. So I'm going to say 17-13 Texans. Okay. Nice. Uh, Yeah, two rookie quarterbacks and two rookie head coaches going up against each other. Um, But I got to take Anthony Richardson and them boys over there Well, first year for Frank Reich. No, it's not 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 Frank Frank Reich. Reich. It's Shane Shane Steichen. That's right. Oh, uh, Frank Reich is with the Panthers. Panthers, that's right. Uh, Panthers Super Bowl then. I'll write that down. <laughs> I love Frank Reich. Okay. Uh, no, I got Anthony Richardson and then boys winning 27 to 17 okay. down in H-Town. Next up, we got Bears versus Bucks. I'm going to say Buccaneers. Did I not put the Chiefs on there? Uh, I think the Chiefs got relegated. They don't play in the NFL anymore. Oh, Chiefs-Jags. That's a good one, too. I know what really cares about that game. The more, I'm more concerned with Bears versus Bucks. The Bay Bucks fucks? Yeah, the Bay Bucks fucks. Bears versus Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> this one, this one's 27 to 13. Bucks. Bucks. I'm gonna take Bucks 24 to 10. Yeah. I'm gonna lock in and go 27-10. Okay. Bucks. Bucks. Fuck. Okay. Uh Chiefs versus Jags. Let's do that one. <sighs> That's a that's a rematch from playoffs yeah. last year. Yes, yes. Those are the guys that fucked up my boy Patty. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But uh, I think the Chiefs lose this one. I think they're going to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, even if Travis Kelsey is there, it's gonna be a fucking knockout, drag out type of game. I wouldn't even play him. Uh, me neither. Um, but I think the I think they I think the Jacks take it thirty one to twenty eight. I own Kelsey. He's playing. Chiefs are gonna Chiefs are gonna win twenty four to fourteen. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, so, Chris is back too. Chris yeah, is back he's too. back. Chiefs do win, and it's gonna piss me off because it's gonna be the same story you always have. Um, y'all are gonna be down, and they are gonna come back with two minutes. Or y'all are gonna come back with uh, five seconds left. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Um, Chiefs do win. It's gonna be something weird because y'all. Are, it's gonna be last minute touchdown, so y'all don't kick the field goal. Um, thirty six to thirty, because it was thirty thirty. Then y'all scored the last touchdown at uh, thirty at the 
last minute. Yeah, another thing is it's Patrick Mahomes' birthday on Sunday. I, nobody cares. Nobody and it's also my nephew's birthday. I care about that because <laughs> so, your, your nephew's going to have a more. But, but it's going to be spoiled with the Jags dub, 31-28. <laughs> so you're not going to even enjoy the party, right? Well, no, because the party starts at 2.30, so – Oh, it's off. on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. We told you, yeah, we Christ- said your sister Christina's was crazy. Chocked. Yeah. Chocked. Your sister's chocked. Big chocked. Um, go ahead. Why'd you do that? Mikey's sister. <laughs> <laughs> Next up. Um, let's say let's almost it. good versus mid chargers versus Titans. I got Chargers winning 27, 22. Oh shit. I see the Titans only scoring 10 points. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I've been so caught up. I see the the Titans only scoring 10 points. Saying a bunch of numbers. Uh, (laughs) I see the Chargers winning 27 to 10. I'm going to agree with Aaron. I got the Chargers winning uh, 96 to 5. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to remember these numbers later. uh, 33 to 10 Chargers. Next up, Giants versus Cardinals. Huge bounce back game. Oh, man. Um, If they don't win this one. No. 24 Six, Giants. Giants winning twenty-one to ten. Yeah. Giants twenty-four to three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 49ers versus Rams. It could the, be no, competitive. It's not going to be competitive at all. This is a this team is impatient and it's pissed off and it's ready to get to the Super Bowl fucking finally, and it's going to be it's going to be. I was going to give it another stupid score. Um, it's going to be 28 to 13. All right. I'm going to take the 49ers. I'm going to take the 49ers in this one. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers. Honestly, I'm 21 to 14. Oh, shit. Close. All right. Yeah, go Niners. 24 to 24-21. Okay. Next up, ooh, Jets versus Cowboys. I'm hoping I'm hoping the Jets keep it close. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cowboys win, but it's sloppy and it's ugly and there's a lot of mistakes on the offensive side for the Cowboys. Um, hold on, I'm gonna give it to you. It's it's 24-21 last minute field goal by the Cowboys. Bro, I was literally gonna say that about the last game. Really? Last minute field goal. For yeah. yeah. Two powerhouse defenses. We're gonna see how each quarterback reacts. I'm gonna take the Jets in this one. Yeah. 27-24. So nice. am I. I'm taking the Jets too. I'm just trying not to disappoint myself. I'm yeah. taking the Jets. I think. I think this is Zach Wilson's coming out party against a fucking good defense. And if even if he was to lose by a big score, if he just shows, yeah, big, you know, yeah. big plays and, and mature and smart. If he shows, if he shows the smarts, and it's in Dallas, this is fucking. This Ooh, is a script fuck. right here. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles. Xavier Gibson wins the game on Monday Night Football. They head into Dallas with Zach Wilson against uh, Aaron Rodgers' old head coach. Yeah. This oh, is it fuck. right here in Dallas, in D-Town at 325. This is boob. Zach Wilson. This is Zach Wilson's fucking team. He's winning it 31 to 28. Zach Wilson fucks. His mom's hot. What's up? He casting couch his mom? That's right. He does it to his mom? I fuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I just hope Dak Prescott sucks real bad. That's it. They can. I don't care. Just Dak needs to suck. Fuck the Cowboys. I don't care. Nice. Commanders versus Broncos. Ugliest game of the week. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, Broncos win 
I mean, I, I don't, I mean, no. I, I'm going to give it to the Commanders 13-7. to 7. Yeah. Yeah, 13 to 7 Commanders. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll go Commanders uh, 17 to 10. Okay. All right. And that was the last one. That was week two. That awesome, week awesome. Two. All right. Oh, I'm excited, but I'm also going to be asleep during the whole time because I'm working nights. So um, until we before we go to break, what pissed you off this week, too? What pissed me off this week? Uh, just how much groceries cost. I keep going to the grocery store, and it seems like I'm buying a lot. Or, I mean, it seems like I'm only buying a couple things, and my bill is just always 100 bucks at the least. And it's like on four or five, like seven items, like six, seven items, maybe less than that, yeah. five items. And maybe. I'm like, I just need this shit to live. I don't know why I'm, yeah, you know? I was like, this is like, I'm not, okay, I won't say what I was going to say, but it's a lot of money. Sucks. Yeah. Grocery suck. I too bought groceries this week. That pisses me <laughs> off. Yes, but groceries, fuck it, you need it. Yeah. Get the fuck out the left lane if you're not gonna speed, you dumb motherfuckers. There should be no reason three cars are even on three lanes. Jeez, Either risk it all or stay in your lane. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. That's a good uh, moral to live in life too. Um, what pissed you off? What pissed me off? These are good problems to have. We're appreciative of everything we have. We just oh my car it just ticked us off. My oh, wife's yeah. car, her beater of a yeah. car, um, the spark plugs. You know, I we fixed them two months ago, and now uh, they're fucking doing it again to me. But you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna get it fixed. But that just pisses me off. Car problems. Car piss, problems just, are just annoying. You they hit at the worst times. No, no, no. It's just. We replaced um, two or three spark plugs. I think the one that we didn't is going out, so we need to replace it. Yeah, they're, yeah, everything's good, but that's no, it's not the battery because we we it's tested. Misfiring. Yeah, it's misfiring. Yeah, because uh, we tested it at uh, our neighborhood O'Reilly's. Twelve, 12 car. But uh, yeah, we got the we got it fixed. Car mechanics do fucking better. <laughs> but that's what pissed me off. In general, car problems. That could piss anybody off. But fucking yeah. car problems. Okay. Um, Topog, shall we? Yeah, well, uh, after this break, mm-hmm. we'll be back in a couple seconds. All right. All righty, guys. We're back from our, what, 0.5 second uh, break real yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, we're brought to you by uh, HEB Desserts. Make them your fucking self. Okay. <laughs> also, they are awesome. Anyways, we're into my favorite segment. All right, twelve pog, week one review. Okay, the 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 arguments have already started. The trash talk has begun, and you could argue, Mikey, if we're arguing, we got the best trash talker here as our guest, Carne. I would say so. You would say so. I would say so. I would. I would. Say I so. would love to argue with you, but I can't. I'm going to agree with you. All right. <laughs> okay, so let's go over our first couple matchups. And we'll talk about ours, and we'll talk about what we thought was exciting, what was kind of disappointing um, within our week one. First off, we have R versus G. This week was rivalry week in 12-pog. Each each rivalry has made a bet. For instance, for example, me versus Stavi. Our bet is $50. Whoever has the better record will get $50. Is it a better record or head-to-head? 
It's uh, head to head. head, right? to head okay, okay, yeah. So we're gonna play each other twice. If we tie, whoever has the most points wins. Okay, cool. We'll do it like that. You and Mikey, um, you'll um, have to make out. That's what I heard. We haven't really officially made like made one, out like a. Well, we've done that multiple times, but like oh, but. the bet. I don't know. <laughs> Does he move in with me? Do I move in with oh, him? Oh, it's a good bet. It's uh, a good bet. Do we, you know, I don't know. That's but, a that's a good bet. I know we're fucking around, but. <laughs> no, but like, I wanted loser to Loser has to move in with the winner. I wanted to do a tattoo, like, loser Does gets, a tiny little 12 gets pog. a little t- tiny 12 pog on you. Mm. I mean, win-win, honestly. Get 12 mm. pog on you, that's cool. Get your fantasy league on you. But uh, we haven't really uh, officially made a bet. So, I mean, I did take this one. So mm-hmm. I think y'all the placement has to be right here under the eye, <laughs> right next to the nose. Twelve hog. Yeah, I'm saying it for y'all. That's what but it is. yeah, it's official. It's on. Podcast. I took this one one forty point four or point five four <sighs> to eighty point nine six. Absolute blowout. Let's get into your key players. Patty Mahomes did what he did on Thursday night nineteen point four four. You had Aaron Jones with twenty seven point three. Oh my god, your whole team. Okay. okay. Brian Robinson, surprisingly, gave you 15.1. He Love did it. real Love good. It. Got a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, YG Diggs. He does look like YG. Uh, 26.2. Amazing. against In a loss against the Jets. Yeah. 10 catches for 102 yards and a tud. Yes. Against Sauce. Against Sauce. Your bench, however, still looking very strong because your starting lineup is strong. But your bench, Mike Evans with 18 and your Jets defense with 21. Oh, fuck. I didn't start them because they were going against uh, my you did, boy. What you did make sense. You had Commander's defense, who gave you 14, which yeah, is above and yeah, beyond. For sure. Because you, you played it smart. It was yeah. Commanders versus Cardinals. Yeah. That was Yeah. So it was great. Let me talk about ours real quick. And then, Aaron, I want let, I want you to chime give, in. Chime in. But uh, I want, I want Carne to chime in. You know what I'm saying? Karn. Lamar Jackson, 7.46. Absolutely trash. Um, he did have Nick Chubb. Give him 18. Almost 19. Garrett Wilson and Keenan Allen gave him 14.4, 14.5. Michael Mayer and Drake London with two goose eggs. Tough. Very tough. And like I said about Drake London, he only had one target. Mm-hmm. But like not I his said, fault. Yeah, not his fault. Unless he can't get open, but otherwise. Yeah. Got to look at the routes and everything, but that's yeah. uh, analytical stuff I don't want to get into. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, give me your uh, <laughs> give me your take. Fucking G wrecked your ass hard. <laughs> and, and honestly, you deserve this. <laughs> Second of all, all right. Mayor, I've never even heard of that guy. Why'd you draft him? London Ritter's throwing to him. You put him in the flex on a run first team. How dare you? Carlson, I'll give you the pass on because he should, you know, I expected the Raiders to kick more field goals. But you chose Nico Collins over London? Uh, you know, here's my thing. You should you should see Collins is gonna get a lot of the secondary passing on that, and when they're gonna focus on that. So, are you fully deserve this? And you know, much love. You're the commissioner, but fuck you, dog. You're commissioning right now. You making me pay waiver fees for a player? <laughs> Eat shit, dude. We'll I can barely that. pay the groceries we'll go, right now. We'll no. go over that in a little bit. <laughs> over, we'll go over the fab where we pay for waivers. That's pretty cool. But yeah, Mikey G, co-host, you are now 1-0. Commissioner, he is now 0-1. 
Next up, we have Gilbert versus Ryan. Gilbert, who is Catalina wine mixing, versus Ryan, who's sticking with his guns in the mean machine. Ryan, with the most points this week in week one and 12 pog, 141.48 to Gilbert's 114.22. Ryan's key players, also biggest disappointments, Joe Burrow, 3.18. Mikey, when we saw 3.18, what did we say? Oh, Ryan's done. Yeah. He's done. And 99% of the world said that for about any fantasy team, they're done. However, Ryan Ryan pulled through. Miles Sanders with 12, Kenneth Walker with 11.6, Jefferson, 24, Olave, 19, Schultz, 2.4, Michael Pittman, 23.7, and for some reason, the Cowboys defense, 38 fucking points. Goodness gracious. Gilbert doing his best. Herbert with 21.8. Eckler with 28.3, Debo Samuel with 11.3, Mixon 10.9, and Montgomery with 14.3. It was tough. I mean, Gilbert put in the best players he had. It was week one. I mean, it was an absolute blowout. When Anytime anybody goes against the guy with the most points, obviously you lose. Um, you can't... <laughs> Oh, why am I? That's dude. When you go against the guy with the most points, you lose. Short idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't lose games in twelve hog and, and still, still win. win. You yeah. know, you just can't do that. And we'll get into mine later, but or we don't have to go over mine. But <laughs> but that one was tough. Ryan making a statement and want to know our former champion, two time, two time. Catalina Wine Mix and Gilbert DeLeon own one. Next up, we have Lucas versus Mick, one of my favorite rivalries. Lucas winning this 128.04 and Monday night to Mickey's 121.9. Lucas had Josh Allen, his daddy, with 9.94, Ramondre Stevenson, 15.2, Tyreek Hill with 44.5, and Calvin Ridley with 24.1. How do you not win? Mickey, however, sneakily had McCaffrey 30.7, Devontae Smith 17.7, Jalen Waddle and Hawkinson both giving him almost 12. That's pretty much it on the yeah. next team. Mickey, Mickey did good. I mean, He's, the quarterbacks that you would you would think they would put up numbers, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. There was honestly nothing you could look bad in this matchup. That was a fucking toe-to-toe heavyweight bout. Even with Lucas's kicker going negative. Both players played their both people played their best players and they both showed up to the field. It was just one of those who's gonna get the last punch fights. So that's um that's that's just one of those you look back at the end of the week and you're like, damn. Yeah. Lucas is lucky he got nine from Josh Allen. Yeah, Tyreek, yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Forty five players, forty five points from one player will wreck anybody in any that, league. I mean he barely he barely won. Yeah, very tough. Mickey Still, still consistent. For, formidable, yeah, formidable, formidable. Still hate him. I told him that on the phone. Still hate him in uh, fantasy, but good guy, maybe. <laughs> um, next up, uh, nobody really wants to talk about this one. It's me versus Stivey. It didn't really matter. Um, next one. Jagging golf, jagging golf. Me, your host, too, and versus Tony Adams. <laughs> what the fuck? Versus Tony Adams, Stavin Stuthen. All right, let me go over his key players. Deshaun Watson, the the massage, the misogynist, uh, 21.26. Tony Pollard gave him 
Dobbins, who is now out, gave him 11.7 in the meantime. Adams with 12.6. Higgins, a dud. And Cameron Dicker, kicker, gave him 11. Ravens defense also gave him 13. Not much to say about mine. T. Higgins with a dud. T. Higgins with a big old goose egg, and he still won. T. Law with 18.3. My first two rounds, Amon Ross St. Brown and A.J. Brown with 19.1 and 14.9, and the rest couldn't Ooh, do it. Tyler Algier, 25 on the bench. On your starting roster? I read some things, all right? You need to stop reading. <laughs> the Packer AJ Gazette. Dillon over Algier? <laughs> Algier in your roster? Yeah. You deserve to lose this, too. You deserve to lose I this. I thought B. Jones was going to take it all. What does that have to do? Now you know. With Dillon, AJ Dillon. Damn, and dudes. Dobbs. Oh, yeah, so let me talk about my bench. So before the game at 11.58 on Sunday, I noticed a big mistake. I had Steelers defense in while also having uh, George Kittle in, and they played each other. So I was like, oh, shit, either let me switch out the tight ends before Komet, who only gave me 9.4, which is actually not bad because he didn't do shit the past couple years. Um, Let me do that, and let me see if I have enough time to pick up a defense because I want to keep Kittle in. So I picked up the defense, and I didn't have time. Falcons gave me 14, while the Steelers gave me 6. Also, Algier on my bench had 25.3. Romeo Dobbs, who I didn't know was going to go off, and I forgot that he had a you pretty played good— Dobbs over Pickens? Dobbs was on the bench. Pickens is on my flex. Yeah, I get that, but still, you still chose Pickens over Dobbs as Yeah, because he's a fucking dog. And he was not a dog. He was a fucking pup on He's a Sunday. dog without an owner who can't feed him. He's a, a mutt. He's a pup right now. <laughs> a malnourished pup. And you chose Dobbs. I didn't choose to Dobbs. On, to be on the bench? Yes, there you go. Yeah, it was a big mistake. Hey, 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 hey. It's week one. I'm fucking learning. Do you have a fucking stroke before you set this lineup? <laughs> you know, I hope you fucking lose every game after this. It's all right, bro. It's okay. Like yeah, Zach. no, no, it's not all right. You're like Zach Wilson, dog. I you gotta like prove yourself Wilson. next week. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking right. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna root for me next week. Trust me, you're gonna give me all the good energy. All right. Look, next up we have you, which is just not bad at all. We have Blaine versus Aaron. Main event: Blaine Uso from Blaine Daniels versus Dolchich and Cabana. Aaron Carne Estrada. Aaron, <laughs> that Aaron, rhymed. Huh? That rhymed. Oh, that did rhyme. <laughs> oh, Aaron. Aaron, the gods were with you this week. What do you have to say to that, what I just said? I'm going to go back to Ayuk saved my team this week. Saved your week. Saved my week um, and scored his 33 points. I feel validated in drafting flowers. Mm-hmm. We knew uh, with injuries coming into this week, we need people to show up. ETN, I was confident in from the beginning. 22.3 points. Goodness. Pierce. Gracious. Pierce underperformed 6.7 points. I expect a lot more. Get your shit together or get your shit out. I played Gray off of the the notion that I was like, you know, he's going to get all the passes that Kelsey would have got tonight. <laughs> Did not work out that way. Lock it. Got knocked out. Hit the weight room. Right. <laughs> Hit the weight room. Aaron Rodgers, do some stretches. Uh, I mean, we were already one, but I still wanted you to show off for me. It's like the favorite son getting hurt. Yeah. Opening kickoff. 
that hurt me. Is this is this like uh is this like your oldest son getting hurt or is this the youngest in the family getting hurt? What is what is Aaron Rodgers to you? It was like the firstborn who still had one last ride before I realized he wasn't shit. <laughs> and now I gotta show love to his second brother. <laughs> Aaron, you absolutely annihilated it. Well, not absolutely annihilated, but it your team did go off with as many injuries as you had against Blaine Daniels. You won 107.7 to Blaine Daniels, 89.64. Blaine's key. Oh, good. I just, before you go on, I just want to thank you for taking half of Bijan's to your bench, half of Bijan's points to your bench. If he would have got those two touchdowns that Algeyer scored, I would be screwed right now. We'd be talking about another winner. Yeah, we'd be talking Blaine, and the GM would be looking a lot different. Would it not? Fucking crickets. <laughs> Blaine had very notable play, uh, key players perform. Uh, uh, we'll nah. say Justin Fields at 14.14, which is a little underwhelming. Bijan Robinson, 20.9. DeAndre Hopkins with 13.5 with the middest quarter, quarterback you could ever see. And Jordan Addison, 16.1. Not bad. For a rookie debut. Not bad, but not good enough. Not good enough. Blaine's team is is a little tough on the on the eyes, but so was ours. So yeah. So I mean he could still have a bounce back week in week yeah, two. You never know what's gonna no, happen. No, you never know. But Aaron getting the dub. Um last one, Brandon versus Chris. This has some history. When Brandon won the league the previous year Cristobal was commissioner because he was a champion the next year Brandon wins he kicks out Cristobal and he kicks out Cam and here comes your host tune and I did shit anyways but this was a battle between champions a battle between what do you want to call it like uh they've never spoken yeah they've never I don't think I've ever seen them talk words face to face no no, but Chris I mean, they did a, play play football together in did. high school. I, I I really think they didn't say a damn word to each other still, though. No, Brandon was, uh, they, they both had their different sections. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think Chris talked to Gilbert or Starcher either. No, I would not. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even talk to us. No. <laughs> uh but we had Brandon team chasing your virginity versus sixth grade Chris. Brandon winning on top 119.04 to Christopher 71.58. Brandon's team had some very good looking players. Jaguars defense getting 15. Tua getting 27.4. Derrick Henry still being stable at 15.1. And Brees Hall Ooh. looking like a blur. Good game. That that big Ooh. run from the oh. ninety yard or from ninety yards out oh. that gave him a lot of points. That would have been a TD if Gary Wilson would have blocked. But who cares? He was celebrating. Yeah, Brees Hall seventeen points. Hayden Hurst fifteen. Hayden Hurst fifteen. Plugged him in. Yeah, uh, I think it was on Sunday when he said he was the greatest tight end to ever <laughs> <Yeah>. play. Um, <laughs> Jaguars defense fifteen. Shit. Yeah, good. very good. Dude, his team. Shit. Yeah. And then Cristobal, his kicker game, 17. CeeDee Lamb with 11 or almost 12. Alexander Madison, Madison with 13.7. <laughs> Everybody else his did kick, subpar. His kicker was the leading scorer on his team. Which is crazy to say. Dallas Garter gave him zero. That's why Brandon over. kicked your fucking ass out. No, I'm kidding. 0 for 1 in receptions. But. Brandon was joking, <laughs> saying that was going to be his draft <laughs> talk. But it was still a good game. It was an awesome week one. 
Oh, it was, dude. It was Saturday, even though Saturday was college football, oh, dude. I still couldn't think about the day the next day. I it, guess we can go off on a little tangent right here, right now. Texas is all the way back. We don't got to talk about Texas. They're number four in the nation. And it's just better when Texas is just on the college world or college football world, you know? And it was awesome to see them see them beat Alabama on Saturday night and Tuscaloosa. It was okay. Aaron, do you have any thoughts? Fuck Alabama. <laughs> Fuck Nick Saban. Fuck you for hurting Colt McCoy. Texas is back. We wrecked your shit in your home. And we're not even going to pay the damages. All right. And then, <laughs> all right, it's even better when Texas wins and then AM loses to Miami. You fucking jokes. Stop running from us every Thanksgiving. We found you. We're coming. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, cool, I guess. Whatever. And, uh, I like seeing Colorado play. I like seeing Colorado. I like seeing Colorado the Deion Sanders and the boys schedule. play. That's they have a tough schedule, but that, that makes for great Pac, entertainment. Pac-12 has some key has some key teams. And then for, go with yeah, it's going to be fine. He said he's already getting calls. But, yeah, that was – this. even though Saturday was jam-packed with the fucking historical college games, I was still thinking about – 12 pog the next day. I was thinking about week one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the week one power rankings real quick. Go ahead. We got Ryan Rangel at one. We got myself, mm. G, at two. Three, Lofin next door. Lucas, four, Brandon, five, Stavi, six, Carne, seven, Mickey at eight, Gilbert at nine, your boy, Toon. At 10, Blaine. At 11, Mike Yar. And at 12, at dead last, Cristobal Rodriguez. The Rodriguezes are at the bottom of the league to start week one. Where do one. you see this? Oh, I got it on my uh, on my. Oh, on there? How'd yeah. you get the, on, on on the, the X? On the app. What? How'd you, on the sleeper app, how do you get to power rankings? Um, I don't know where they're at, but I go off of points scored. And that's how I get it. I should be number one then. Off <laughs> okay. Part. okay. But Those no, power rankings are frauds. Those power rankings are brought to you by water. Water. Um, you can get it anywhere. Watch out which one you drink. It can give you a chortle. Anyways. Week two? <laughs> Week two? Week two. Week two. Where pretenders become contenders. That's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretenders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the first one. Los Alamos Jacks. Mikey, where did you where did you come up with that name? I got this uh, Los Alamos. The, name. the Alamos Jacks. You know, I went to a movie theater, sat there for three hours, and I got it from the movie Oppenheimer, which mm. I give it a nine out of ten rating. It's That's probably it, just nine? Yeah. Rotten Tomato score of seventy eight point five. It's a um, ten point one out of ten. Yeah, it was a great movie. Christopher Nolan, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the boy. That's the uh, dude. Yeah, I got it from that movie, Los Alamos Jacks. Nice. You're going to blow up the season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got Los Alamos Jacks versus sixth grade Chris. Now, the oh. only history between this yeah. is you've never beaten Chris ever in 12 blocks. I have never beaten Chris of all. Never beaten Chris. Mikey, is this the week that changes? I hope so. You got to come with some confidence. You're you're literally named after a bomb. I hope so, man. Um, you know, if I don't beat Chris, my boss told me I'm going to be fired. So your life's on the line. My life. Yeah. yeah. If I lose, Exxon's done. Okay. We don't we don't know which one though. We don't know. Uh we're just Yeah. Yeah. Uh 
Let's go. Let's get to the matchup though. Let's go through it yes. real quick. And for some reason, we never look at projections, but the projections have it close. You, you have point. a fifty-three yeah. percent chance of winning. I know, which I think is just sleeper blowing uh, air into my ass. I think I was. I think Mikey Arsh projected like sixty percent to win. Uh, In this week's matchup? Uh, last week's, yeah. Oh, last week. It was 60, oh, okay. 60, 60 to forty. Yeah, it projected Lamar probably. And going we both, we both, but... we both said. I guess coming into the year, mm. the projections do not matter anymore. No, they do not. So, um, but no, let's get into it. I got Pat Mahomes at uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's questionable with a hamstring. Mm-hmm. I, I think he, I think he, he pulls through and he plays in Atlanta. I think mm-hmm. he has a big game. Yes. DeAndre Swift, I'm taking a chance on him tomorrow night because Kenneth Gainwell is uh is out. Yes. And then I got Diggs. and that reduces that reduces the the committee numbers. Yeah. So the load yes. the load should go to Swift. Yes. Um, okay, and I got Diggs playing against Las Vegas. Should be a good game again. Big game. DK, I hope DK gets his head out of his ass. Um, be a little bit of a bitch on Sunday. Uh, so don't Mikey, be a bitch, dude. Look, you drafted a guy that – and you even put it on here. You put the wrong number. I don't know, threesome. DK. It's a foursome. That takes the legs out. And he's a receiver, and he depends on legs and hands. Oh, no. What do you think his hands were? <laughs> okay, Mikey, you drafted a guy that's got off the field issues. I love DK though. I've had him on on uh, four, I think four out of my six seasons in Twelve Pog. So maybe I like to I like to take DK. Uh, Pat Frymuth, hopefully he bounces back. Probably won't. <laughs> oh, he had a good. Uh, he got a touchdown. That which we didn't expect. No, we didn't. The only touchdown. Then I got Mike Evans. I'm starting him this week against Chicago. Should be a good game. And Commanders defense against Denver. Hmm. I think it's going to be a good one. I think you got you got the key names, and I think they're going to give you big ass numbers again. I hope so. Now let's go over Cristobal. He's got Geno Smith versus Detroit, Barkley at Arizona, Madison versus Philly, CD versus the jo- the Jets, Christian Kirk versus Kansas City. He's got Dallas Goddard again against Minnesota, Perrine versus Washington, and his kicker is from uh, the Philadelphia kicker, Jake Elliott, and the Chiefs defense. His leading score. That chief, I hope he keeps the Chiefs defense in there. I like that right there for him. Well, for yeah. Me. So, I'll definitely have to say you win, but something Chris always pulls out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, our game our game will be final going into Monday. Like, I have Fryermuth Monday, mm-hmm. but we'll. I mean, I think we're going to know who wins. By the end of Sunday night. By the end of Sunday night. So I'm gonna pick myself, <clears throat> but um, we'll see what happens. What do you think, Aaron? Give him the mic, too. Give him the mic now. I honestly see you winning. I see you winning by at least 20 points. <sighs> so, hope, um, good luck on that. <laughs> Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any Sunday night games. So at six o'clock, six thirty, I guess. Uh, we'll Central s- time. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll know a definite winner. Because I have Firemuth. Yeah, Firemuth. If, if I'm down by like three, okay, we can see if Firemuth can get those three points for me. But on Monday, if I'm down twenty and I have Firemuth, I'm yeah. Shocked. If you, I would even, I'd be sweating if I was down like fifteen. Yeah. The tone for that game is if Madison puts up any points against the Eagles. Tomorrow. I don't think he will. Huh? I don't think he will. I don't think he will either. I think my boy Swift will. I don't think Perrine's going to put in any fucking work this week against Washington's defense. I don't think Christian Kirk's going to do anything against Kansas City's defense. And he, I mean, he has them against his own defense. So, <laughs> hey, I love it. 
Um, I'm, I'm taking. I think you did that tune. <laughs> I almost did it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did it. Alrighty. But yeah, Chris all's about to play a rookie mistake. So that if you don't win, then you gotta leave forever. Oh, don't touch me. All right. On the casting, on the casting couch. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Catalina Wine Mixing versus Dolchich and Cabana. Before we start, Aaron, is there a possibility of a name change? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Honestly, um, I'm one of those. I, I don't like changing names in the middle of the year. You believe in something at the beginning, and you're going to ride and die with it. And I don't think me winning is going to change this week either. I think it'll be a close game. But I it says us, it's close. I see us edging out Gilbert based off of one of my players coming through and showing up when I need him to. But there will be no fucking name change. And there will be no change in Cooper Cup or Travis Kelsey coming back to this lineup. We just got to weather the storm and we surf waves, baby. <laughs> All right. So I did see that Gilbert took out Evan Ingram and he put in Jay Ferguson. Is it Jake? Jake. Jake Ferguson from Dallas. Um, he had Evan Ingram in there at the tight end position. Now he's got Jake. Evan gave him about, I think, five or nine. He gave him 990. He gave him 990 last week. So it's a, it's a bold move, Cotton. Five, five receptions for 49 yards. And so even if your team can at least just do subpar and do their job, I'm talking with like without any – would you say like without any outstanding above outstanding games, I still think you could edge us out, man. But Gilbert's team, Gilbert's team is good. He just doesn't have like as much firepower, know, his, his, firepower, fire. Yeah. Firepower. Like uh, Debo Samuel can make me nervous. Cause I think he can get injured at any moment, but with Eckler and Herbert, and I'm thinking that they're going to give more touches to Jameer Gibbs. That's taken away from uh, David Montgomery from uh, Gilbert's side. It's going to be tough. And he's got Patriots defense versus Miami. So I'll say, yeah, I'll say Aaron. Aaron, you pull it out. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna take Aaron. I'm going to take Aaron as well. Never pull it out. Okay. <laughs> Always leaves it in. Um, yeah. Cast yeah. Catch. I'm going to go ahead and take Dolchage and Cabana mm. uh, in a close one. Like it honestly depends on Herbert and Eckler. If they go off, mm-hmm. sorry, brother. And Twenty if, each again. If they have a, a subpar game, Aaron's taking it. He has more firepower. You yeah. know, more things that can happen on his team. Travis Kelsey could go off for twenty five in his first game of the season. Yeah. Um, Zay Flowers, you saw what he could do against uh, the Texans. We'll see what he can do against Cincinnati. This will be a real test for him. But I think he's gonna have a good game too as well. So yeah, I got you, brother. I got you, yeah, so they're playing against ten, the, Herbert and Eckler playing against Tennessee defense, which is middle of the pack, maybe a little lower. I think the middle, middle of the yeah. pack. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's just all the game it comes down to. I think it's going to be that. I really don't know if Kelsey would play. They haven't really thrown any news out. He came out to practice today. Yeah. So, so it's only we'll Wednesday. See. So it's looking like he's gonna he's gonna play. We'll so see what happens. Good luck, Aaron. Godspeed. Godspeed. Next up, we have our submissive Lucas Valise versus Tony Adams, Steven Starcher, former champion. Right now, I'm just seeing greens across the board, Mikey, for Lucas Valise. It's looking absolutely crazy. We got Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and James Cook versus Las Vegas. Ramondre Stevens. Stefan Diggs, what do you mean? I'm sorry, not Stefan <laughs> Diggs. I meant James Cook. But yeah, versus Las Vegas. 
Kevin Ridley versus the Kansas City defense. Ramondre Stevenson versus Miami defense. It's looking good. It's looking good for him. Bills defense versus Las Vegas. That could still be good, actually. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then what we got for Steven, I'm not real big on James Conner, but the rest of his team, I still think the rest of his team could show out. He's got Giants defense versus Arizona, and they're probably pissed off from laying, uh, what was it, 40? Yeah. Yeah, 40 point. Letting, well, most of it was Dallas Cowboys defense. A so, okay, of, I'll say that. A lot of his team is pissed off this week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fitting. Yeah, it is. And I think Steven's team beating me last week wasn't all the way luck, but a lot of it had to do he with... He shouldn't have won. Yeah, with a dud from T. Higgins. So I'm going to go ahead and say I still think Lucas has a better team. I'm going to say Lucas wins. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Man, I have Lucas taking this all the way. Honestly, Stavi got away with murder and his opposing coach just not giving a fuck about his team in week one. So <laughs> I see, I see uh, Lucas winning this matchup. Um, you know, honestly, me, if Pollard can produce, if Higgins can show what he's shown, yeah. But right now, Waller got a uh, injury update in the last 30 minutes that the doctors believe he has nerve damage relating to his hamstring injury. Is that so, Austin Eckler? Who? Uh, Darren, Darren Waller. Oh, Darren Waller. Darren oh, Waller. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to need to find a replacement, but I don't think Laporta is a bad replacement. No, he's, he's, he's pretty he's good. He's getting his targets in uh, Detroit. City, yeah. uh, however, I still feel like having Tyreek Hill, Stevenson, Allen, you can all put up points. Ian Ridley showing he can put up points. Kyle Pitts just depends on whether his quarterback can get the ball, but I have Lucas taking this all the way. Yeah, I got Lucas too. His team is um, – the big playability is there. Every single week he's going to have a chance to just blow you out or skid by, you know, edge of his teeth and get the dub. Like yeah. his team is really good. It's that big playability on his team that scares me. And yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> big playability. That's a good way to phrase it because so, he's got – yeah, he's got big play players. So I got I got a I got a Lucas taking this one against uh, Tony fucking Adams. All right. Next up we have me Jack and Goff versus the hometown hero Mickey Irwin. <laughs> this time I made some changes. I put in Alagier and I put in Romeo Dobbs because Christian Watson if he even he is still in they were talking during camp that uh Jordan Love Romeo Dobbs were making good connections uh yeah during the practice in the offseason. I don't think Christian Watson's gonna play. I heard I've been seeing like he's still out. He's still out. So. Okay, that's good for me then. Yeah. All right, but I got Trevor Lawrence versus a Kansas City defense that's bringing back Chris Jones, and I'm bringing back George Kittle versus the Rams. All right. I mean, I did uh, I get lucky on the waivers. I picked up the Bucks. I'm gonna have them versus Chicago, but still, when you look at Mickey's team, he's got nothing but big names: Jalen Hurts, Christian McCaffrey. Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, who didn't do much last week. That's and now it, he's going against New, uh, New England. TJ Hawkinson. And was it Josh? Jahan, Dotson, and 49ers defense versus LA Rams. It's his touch. It's a tough matchup. My receivers last week did do good. I'm trying to promote my team to y'all. <laughs> um, my, my, my Brown boys, they did, it's AJ Brown and Amon Hussein Brown. That's why I said it. It's the last names. Chill out. 
they, my brown boys, <laughs> <laughs> my brown boys did badass last week. You know, they did their job. For this week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna always just pick myself. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna pick, pick Mickey. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Mickey. I'm gonna pick Big Daddy. I'm gonna pick Big Daddy Mick in this one. Uh, I'm the Big Daddy. That's what I meant. I think. I just think overall his team is just better than yours this week. Nothing against you. Yeah, okay, bitch. But uh, yeah, I got Mickey in this one. I'm glad you picked yourself because I'm not. <laughs> Uh, this week I got hometown hero bringing that hometown ass whooping to the guy <laughs> jacking off on his couch, and uh, by far, honestly, um, <laughs> it's not that you have a bad team tune; it's just not a good team. So I'm gonna have Mickey. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Dude? I'm gonna have Mickey taking this. It's week. not that you have a bad, bad team; team just you just don't, don't have, have a good, good team. team. <laughs> tune, you got a team, and that's all I can say. Tune, you download the app. How about that? Okay, Aaron. So <laughs> you're a bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, fuck y'all. I'm still gonna win. All right. Next up, we have Girthy Chubb versus Chasen. This is this is name matchup. This is the best name matchup. Girthy Chubb versus Chasing Your Virginity. Girthy Chubb chasing your virginity. Okay. Mikey R versus Brandon Acosta. Mike ER doesn't have anybody in the tight end slot yet, but if I was to guess, he would put in Musgraves. Musgraves from Green Bay Packers. He has Saints defense, Keenan Allen, Garrett Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and Nick Chubb. Brandon, however, has Tua, Derrick Henry, Brees Hall, Tua, Tua. Jamar Chase, looking for a comeback week, uh, DJ Moore, Mark Andrews, Mike Williams, <laughs> Young Hoku, and the Browns defense versus Pittsburgh. Can you pick this- it? Just uh, quick and simple and sweet, just like that cake on the on the, the couch. Yeah, yeah the brownie. The um, I got Brandon this one. He's gonna absolutely destroy Mikey R. In all honesty, Mikey R's team is not good. It's a little tough on it's tough on the eyes, Mikey. I'll it's have to agree with tough you. Tough on the That's eyes, and he doesn't have he doesn't have big playability to me on that team. I mean, big playability to me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I mean, Lamar and Nick Chubb is the team and that's it i would say garrett wilson but you have my boy zach wilson who is gonna try and prove himself so i got i got brandon in a fucking blowout well i love the names i feel like girthy chubb falls a few inches short of taking a virginity this week and um is it, is it even taking a virginity if you can't re, if you can't feel it exactly so what is it it's a facade which is there what I go. think Mikey R is living in this week. I think I think real quick, I think Brandon could lose one or two guys on his team and just replace them with just par par guys and and I think he still wins. I think Brandon can give this guy Mikey. some players on this team <laughs> <laughs> and still win. But um honestly it's just the matchups for me. Fuck, like Mikey man. said, the big playabilities, the ability just to bring in those points and constantly oh. being targeted. Wilson, I love the pick at the beginning of the year. We'll see how it plays out with his new quarterback. Jackson just didn't show any consistency that first week against the fucking weak-ass team, my Texans. And <laughs> um, he played Nico Collins this week. Hopefully that plays out for him. I like the defense, even though you stole it from me, you fuck. And, both of us, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not even going to bring up that inside deal that he just cucked us out of. But, I mean... Yeah, no, play a tight end. Um, Give yourself a shot, damn it. This 
this might <laughs> he is gonna pay <laughs> <laughs> this might whatever this might be ours worst like drafted team ever what a grade i know i was the lowest but this is i, I think it was a b minus but all right so fucking grading is this, out of the loop this team is just i just i don't know man stuff on the eyes like we said ours going to he's not going to win a game this year hot take hot take oh that is a hot take hot cake I'll give you that in a second <laughs> next uh our last one main event blaine uso versus mean machine ryan Rangel. right now blaine's got the blaine's got the greens all over the board okay but does it matter does it matter probably not because for some reason mean machine just had the highest last week it was absolutely crazy um joe burrow versus baltimore but joe, it's a pissed off joe burrow though and i know it's still afc north rivalry it's gonna be a good one um ryan's got big names joe burrow when it comes to running back i do like kenneth walker at detroit justin jefferson Michael Pittman making big connections with uh, uh, Anthony Richardson, Olave, and Cowboys fucking defense. We're, even though we're still, even though we're going for the Jets, right? But it's still Cowboys D. They still make big sacks. Micah, Stephon Diggs, not Stephon, uh, Trayvon, Travion, Travion, Diggs. I mean, they got play. Ryan's got playmakers big time. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go out on out on an edge on. Alleged edge this week, and uh, I'm gonna pick Blaine mm, because you're afraid of him. I'm gonna go against him. No, but you're just not making sense right now. He is a psychopath, but yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and take Blaine. I think we get some some big games out of out of Justin Fields, B. John, and I think Gibbs. I think this is Gibbs' uh, coming out party at home in Detroit. And uh, yeah, I got I got Blaine winning this one. I have Blaine winning this one too, and it's just because I like his matchups. I believe Bijan puts up points. Jacobs will definitely score a touchdown against Buffalo. Yeah, I think he bounces back. Hopkins, uh, if he keeps getting the targets, we'll get points whether or not he scores a touchdown. Uh, I like the, the the contrast here on both lineups. He has Addison. Ryan has Jefferson, and it just depends on who's going to be getting the ball from yep. Cousins that game. And Joku, if I believe he could be the tight end that the Browns need, and gets to the ball, can put up points, but that's yet to be seen. So that's a question mark. I love Jameer Gibbs in the flex because he just showed his versatility last game. Uh, to me, it's going to come down to – it's going to be a close game, but I feel like Blaine pulls it out. It's going to come down to the defenses, whether or not Joe, Joe Burrow comes back to form and whether or not Addison or Jefferson's going to get the passes from Cousins. Definitely. All right. Good one. All right. So let's go over 12 Pog hot seat of the week. Who's in the hot seat? Go ahead. Zach Wilson's in the hot seat this week. No, it's oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way. Um, who do I think is in the hot seat for 12 Pog this week? I feel like. I I mean, in all honesty, I feel like um, if it's gonna be me, I th I think I think it's gonna be Blaine in the hot seat this week, just because he needs to get a win under his belt. He needs to show that his lineup can still produce those points, uh, big names. 
And going 0-2 early in the season is a bit of a hill to climb back from, but uh, losing 0-2 can also do a lot on the mental as well as um, roster changes and overthinking picks. So I feel like he's in his hot seat. I, I think he's in the hot seat this week. Uh, just because picking Chris would just be a fucking barn fire of a seat. <laughs> okay, that honestly surprised me. You picked Blaine. That was a pretty good reason, too. Yeah, yeah, Mikey? I'm going to go with the other Mikey. Oh, that was mine. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, he's in the hot seat, man. Um, I, he needs to win this week. Because if he doesn't, like you said, it's an uphill battle, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just like I said, my hot take of the of the year now, R doesn't win a single game. Okay, that was pretty good. That was pretty good hot seat. I'm gonna put myself in the hot seat like, because if I straight. start off again with zero and two, uh, it's like last year. Then, then there's no hope for me again. We both started out zero and three. Yeah, well, we started out pretty. We were bad, fucking bad last year. <laughs> um, I hate Mickey. I don't like to play or I don't like to lose to him in fantasy. And I really like my odds. I really like my team. I'm gonna put myself on the hot seat. I can't lose to this guy okay i need something to happen you can't lose you need to win i if (laughs) if i lose this game then i can't win it you know yeah i know so (laughs) and if i make mickey lose then he can't win (laughs) okay so i'm putting myself on the hot seat because i need to come back i need to make a statement this year second year 12 pog sixth year on the podcast something's gonna happen for me this this week whether if i keep it close if I lose by a nut hair, then that's fine. But it's also still not fucking good enough. I need a fucking win, baby. I need a fucking win. All right. That's all I got. All right, all right. All right. Oh, now my second favorite segment. Hot takes, hot cakes, Aaron. All right. Now we give a hot take for NFL football and a hot take in fucking life, a.k.a. a conspiracy. Uh, for example, in the past, I said uh, something's going on over there in Antarctica. I think we're able to live on it. They got something going on behind the walls. There's a whole fucking world treaty not to go over there. What's up with that? That's just an example, right? Let me see. A hot take I'll have because we had week one. My hot take is Niners win the Super Bowl. And my conspiracy is I think aliens are just time travelers from the future that are coming back over here to look at us and probably change shit up. Maybe. That's what I think aliens are. I don't even think they're fucking weird beings. I think I think they're just throwing that out there. So, oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I think it's just us from the future. So, that's, that's me. I'm still alive so, in the future. Okay. He gave your hot take of the year. Like, 49ers Super Bowl. Money okay, on it. My hot take of the week. I think the Ravens, I think they obliterate the Bengals. I think that they just show that the Bengals aren't that good. And uh, they're going to have a drop off here. Joe Burrow just doesn't look as good as people advertise him to be. And, um, but yeah, I I got the Ravens blowing him out. It's my hot take. Probably won't happen, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. That's a biased take. Give me, give me something else. There's a team you hate. Well, let me think. Get Aaron. Okay. Oh, Zach Wilson goes into Dallas and wins. You said that earlier. God damn it. 
That was actually going to be my hot take on this one. Go ahead. Still avoid all the noise. They go into Dallas in a hostile environment and put up points on this Dallas defense um, and just expose Dak Prescott for what he is, which is an overhyped piece of garbage. Um, My conspiracy theory is, okay, and just fucking sit with me on this one. Yeah, listen. We already know about other worlds and other species. Mm -hmm. They just don't want us to get away from taxes. So they won't, they won't let us go to other places if we want to, because if we go to another fucking society and live off of nature, they're just going to be like, well, fuck, where's the money coming for this government? And it'll lead to world, world collapse. Also, I think Vladimir Putin's deathly ill. And that's why he started the war because he knew he's got fucking cancer and he's dying. So he needed to do one thing before his uh, presidency ended, or else he was going to be just another person that was just a dictator in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. So Putin's dying, and then they're trying to keep us away. We we have, wait, it would get to other worlds, but they're just trying to keep us away from it. Fuck. That's pretty good. That was a good one. The Putin one I hadn't heard of. Yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. Mike. Yeah. (laughs) Mikey? I don't, I'm trying to think about a hot take in the NFL. I just can't. You taken. You said I can't use the other ones. Shit. <laughs> oh. Okay. How about this one? I think the Raiders. This is the hot take. Raiders go into uh, Buffalo, mm-hmm. and the Bills go into. You also hate the Bills, but I'll oh take that one. That that's very unlikely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's a hot take. Conspiracy wise, hot cake now. I don't know. I th- I think I've touched on this with you before. So like back in the day, we had these these old time cars, right? Cars, but now all this mm. like why does technology keep like evolving every single like century? Mm-hmm. Wasn't there somebody back in the day that could have you know started the laptop? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's there had to have been like why now? Why do we pick? when for the iPhone to come out? Why do we change? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, I've seen the theory on that is that we're, uh, it's a cycle kind of, right? So uh, I guess all this stuff was already made. I, the, the theory is, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm gonna chop it probably. The theory is that like phones and laptops and shit were made like not a hundred years ago, but like 70, 80 years ago. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't put it all right, right now. Like let's little by little do it right yeah and uh because like it comes out and we don't second like we don't have we don't think about it like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. oh it's just made. Oh, well, yeah we're just because they programmed us to be like that and that's really, yeah. yeah and like this fucking mic like it just works yeah don't I, question it uh, yeah don't that's question when you fucking it. die yeah it's i don't know i think about shit like that yeah it's not a conspiracy but it's like one of those those thoughts so i think they have a lot i think that we have like of the worldly uh, technology right now, but we can't put it out right we're now. We're not. Yeah, we're not. They're fucking holding it already. Yeah. So that's what. It, so that's what your thing is, right? They're pre-planning. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Whatever that is. Aliens, probably. <sighs> okay. What happened in Mexico, Aaron? Aaron, go ahead. Uh, so apparently, these scientists found these uh, alien mummified bodies in Peru about fifty years ago. Been running tests on them ever since then. Um, 
ran like x-rays, anatomy, all that. Some little motherfuckers are like three foot tall. <laughs> have elongated heads. They look like a typical alien. Yeah. But their internal organs are completely different than ours. And um, they found eggs in one of the aliens, like multiple eggs, not like just one, like a mammal would have just a baby and boom, you're done. It's kind of like a reptilian anatomy. Yeah. Um, survived off of different um, sources of nutrients, stuff like that. But apparently they helped evolve, from what their theory is, helped evolve civilization at that time to get them to the next step. I believe that. Because the whole pyramids and the Mayans and aliens. I and that's that. why that's why the natives, whoever were indigenous to the parts of Maru at that time, buried them and mummified them because they saw them as gods. Holy shit. It's crazy. I need to watch. I was I was thinking about uh watching ancient aliens today at work on the History Channel. Oh, yeah. you know? oh, dude, Egypt didn't build those pyramids no. themselves. No, they didn't. No, no that, those pyramids serve a different fucking symbol, and they were made from the direction of those little green motherfuckers up there. Yeah, because the fucking measurements on that thing is insane. The angles and... I've seen the different kind of theories people try coming up with for the engineering on how the slaves made them in Egypt. And I was like, dude, that's just a lot just to... Those things are fucking huge. Just oh, the dude, the, that they did it in. yeah. One of the one of the bricks, one of the rocks, is the size of this room. You and know, like, and like I said, the, or not like I said, the aliens, mm-hmm. if they were there, they had the fucking technology already. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They probably were like, oh, we can but, get this, we can do this shit. What I think is they helped civilizations at that time period to get to the next point, and then they stepped back to see what we would do with it. And then they saw fucking Twitter and Instagram and shaking of the ass on TikTok. And they're like, what the fuck did we do? Why did we do this? Are they a fan of OnlyFans? Yes. <laughs> Dude. Who wouldn't be? It's out of this world. <laughs> do they walk amongst us? Do y'all think? You think aliens walk Some, amongst us? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the higher powers, you know? Yeah, some of them. Or also, I think... I wouldn't put it against that they're in the back seat, just kind of watching, just kind of like probably throwing notes to their to their to, to their people. Like these guys, these people are fucked up still. Yeah, but they're like, okay, we'll give it another hundred years, and they're like, okay, we'll give it another hundred years. A, just a note, you slip in class. We're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. They're not ready for universal federation organization or whatever. Some fucking. Whatever the government that they have out there, they want to bring Earth. They're like, they're still not fucking they're ready. fucking chopped. No discovered cocaine and marijuana. We'll get back to you for further testing. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, hot fucking cake, hot cake. But yeah, okay. So right now, yours. I still. I right now, I think we have crazy technology that we're not going to see in our lifetime. We yeah. have it currently right now, yeah. but we won't see it. My conspiracy is in the next two years, Vladimir Putin dies. <laughs> two years? How old is he? 70 something? Early 70s? Because uh, Trump's like 74. 60s, 60s. Or late 60s? Over in his 20s. Fuck. Yeah, Joe Biden's dying uh, November 30, November 28th. Of, that's a crazy thing to say on our American podcast. This year. We love all nations. Oh, <laughs> this year? Fuck, that's so crazy. <laughs> by aliens okay well 
that was another episode of 12 pissed off guys it was a long one because there's a lot of football going on Lots. aaron thank you for coming on to uh onto the show you're always our best guest it was it was a pleasure having you on man i enjoy doing this shit, man i, I like what y'all got going on i fully <laughs> support it and anytime i could chop up football and talk shit about my pizza shit friends it's always a plus <laughs> especially ones that make stupid roster decisions tune <laughs> talking to you <laughs> but yeah i mean after yeah. we're done recording this we'll start the casting couch scene and uh yeah get to going yeah y'all go ahead go what to apple working with tonight <laughs> go to apple podcast subscribe to us and uh even Anywhere on spotify uh, subscribe to us there uh follow us on twitter but yeah that's gonna do it for 12 pissed off guys and a joy taylor if you're ever listening to this i'm ready <laughs> you got the casting couch now too so yeah yeah is that's gonna do it then? Stay pissed. You just listened to 12 Pissed Off Guys, the podcast.